Blog Talk Radio. Yo, Rubber Guard Radio is live on the air. On May 3, 2008, my wife Jessica will be participating in the Bay Area Brain Tumor Walk. My wife Jessica has overcome and has been brain tumor free for five months. Jessica is collecting sponsors for this very important charity, and if you would like to donate anything, please visit the website www.firstgiving.com backslash Jessica Trites Man. That's J E. S-S-I-C-A-T-R-I-T-E-S-M-A-N-N. Once again, firstgiving.com backslash Jessica Treitzman. And also remember that this is a tax-deductible write-off. So please dig deep into your pockets and support this charity. Um, my family and my wife, we would greatly appreciate it and thank you. Alrighty, this episode of Rubber Guard Radio is brought to you by our sponsors. First off, WrestleWarehouse.com. If you need Lucha Libre masks, DVDs, T-shirts, WWE swag, um, he's, Jeff's got all kinds of stuff up there. Uh, please feel free to check out their site. Also, uh, our other sponsor would be FogCityWrestling.com. Uh, Fog City has a show April 12th, which is a Saturday night in San Francisco at the Cell Space. You can... Uh, Get information on lineups and tickets and whatnot at www.fogcitywrestling.com. I suggest you buy your tickets ahead of time or get to the building early. Get there by 6 o'clock. Last month, they completely sold the place out where I was outside taking a break, and I had to turn people away because, I mean, they were that full. Um, Be one of the uh, Fog City faithful. Come on out and join us. It's going to be a good time. Uh, If you do come out, Say what's up to KZ. I'll be up in the balcony. What's going on, Alex? Fuck BJ Whitmer. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, no, 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 no. Wait until you wait until you see from the IWA Mid South 500 the show. Him and Jimmy Jacobs. I quit. Okay. You saw his stuff in cool. HWA, didn't you? Yeah. I, I was a fan of him in HWA. I thought he was fine, but like as the years have gone by, I've just not liked him anymore. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I'll wait. I'll, I'll, I'll hold. You need okay. to wait until you see him and Jimmy Jacobs. I quit rules. It's insane. It is okay, insane. I'll... Let's let's just say it's bloody and it's spikealicious. If you know anything okay. about Jimmy Jacobs, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'll, I'll... I'll... <sighs> I'll see match. Okay, and I'm going to go on the record for those that are listening. You need to go out of your way 
www.smartmarkvideo.com by the 2008 Chikara King of Trios. I, I'm finished with night two. Insane stuff. I mean, I've, I've yet to see a bad match. Uh, the pop for Glacier was insane. Oh, and, thank uh, you for ruining it, you asshole. <laughs> I'm not giving everything away. Oh, my I'm God. I'm giving everything no, away. Luckily, you, I'd already been told that. Okay, you knew it, jerk. So That's all I know me. for such a mouth. Well, you know that One Man Gang and Demolition were there. Of course I knew that. Oh, uh, when, when I heard now. the Demolition theme, I popped. I was like, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm 21 again. Here we go. Oh, wait. Now I just aged myself. Because um, <laughs> I'd have been yeah, like <laughs> Oh, eat me, young blood. You damn greenhorn. You know, I, I've i gotten through uh, night two, and I'm going to finish night three tonight if there's not a new ER on. But, uh, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, you need to go out of your way to check that one out. Also, uh, from the same website, you can get the IWA Mid-South 500th show. Uh, that's good stuff with, uh, I would say, a match of the year candidate with uh, Eddie Kingston and Scorpio. They just beat the living piss out of each other. Reminded me of Kawada and Masawa in 93. That type of You told me immediately after you watched this match and told me about how good it was. So I'm anxiously uh, looking forward to it. If anybody listening is able to find the October 8th New Japan pay-per-view, please contact Robocard Radio. <laughs> Alex is trying to find this pay-per-view from Japan, and, and I don't even think it was a pay-per-view. It was a pay-per-view. It was Nagata Tanahashi, the third match from 2007, and it had Aki Bono against Milano Collection AT out to see the show. Now, that was a title change. So that it was had, the title to, had to have aired. Of course it aired. It was a, I have the match on my computer. I just can't wa- watch matches on my computer. I have to watch them on DVD. And I want to see the whole show. So Why don't you convert it to DVD, you bum? I have a, my mm. laptop. I, I I got my grandmother oh, bought me my, my laptop when I graduated high school. So it's been a couple of years. Okay. Well, October 8th, 2007, New Japan for Wrestling. Please look it up, someone. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm I'm at the my my uh, lucha libre and uh, puro dealer that I go to regularly slambamjam.com. Um, go there if you need current lucha. Um, he's got some good stuff. I'm just going to type in Nagata and see what happens. Type in Nagata and see what happens. Right now I'm searching for uh, that TLC match between Chris Hero and CM Punk. I remember liking that show. What happened to Vic Capri? Remember that guy? You know what? We, uh, I think he might still be working for Elite. Really? He, he I, was, I remember yeah, he had he fucked was, up his back. What I, I think, I think he, he might be back. helping. He might be helping with the running of Elite Pro. Because I, I remember speaking to Acid Mike, and, you know, and we brought up Vic Capri. I liked Vic. He was out here for, for a couple shots for All Pro. And he Love was it. really good. I, I like Victor. I like Victor Pree too. I remember one match in particular where it was uh, it was Victor Pree against Ace Steel one on one, and that match was awesome. And I'm looking for the car because I remember Victor Pree being on in a good match on that show too. When I find the card, I pull it up. Yeah, who who else were were like really good independent wrestlers that kind of went by the wayside, or you know, kind of 
you know, because back in the day it wasn't, you know, about being an independent wrestler until Ring of Honor really blew up. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. all these guys, well, like if... Oh, uh, you know, dude, we, we had a handful. We had a bunch of them out here. You know, there were well, a I bunch do. of them. So I have name. Well, I'm still missing Bobby Plant. Who? I'm missing Bobby Plant. Uh, you know, he should never have gone into the Navy. He no, should never have made that mistake because he was just mistake, blown up. But... Oh, yeah, but where, was... where were you going to go at that time? Because Ring of Honor wasn't big yet. Right, but he was just blown up on the East Coast. They brought him in for that, four, that four-way with, uh, it was him, B-Boy, Super Dragon, and I think Kevin Steen. It's on mm. Super Dragon Evolution 4 from CW, okay. uh, CZW. And that match, actually, you know what? I think I have that match on. I just got in the best of B-Boy from Smart Mark, and uh, I see, think that uh, match is on there. You remember Clance's best of the best appearance? Yes. Yeah, he was awesome. Yes. I just found that card I was talking about. It was Alpha Particle's second-year anniversary show. And then the big okay. Capri, the, the ice pick, he wrestled Colt Cabana. Of course it was a great match. Ace still against Mike Quackenbush. The Bad Breed against Bull Payne and Rugby Thug, and I remember them just tearing it up as I quit match. Okay, now, what yeah. was the name of that show, sir? It was called the House of Hardcore Second Year Anniversary Show. It was when they okay. had that uh, that building when Webb jumped off the... It was uh, 2002. Remember that building that Webb jumped off the rafters in the, in the King of the Death matches? Yes, that was insane. That was insane. It was, oh, here it was we in the go. finals against Necro Butcher. Pondo, Robinson, and Necro fans bring the weapons. Jeez, yeah. how can you? Well, I guess I guess that's how you follow here on Punk TLC. What's that? Oh yeah. I guess that that's how you how you follow it. Wow, Brad Bradley. Yeah, Brad Bradley. Huh. Or Jay Bradley, if you follow OVW, which he'll now be in Florida. Mm-hmm. And there's the man, the man, the myth, the legend, dysfunction. I love that kid. Now that's that's not the kid dysfunction. That was I want to say a a, a heavy set guy named. Yeah, this was this was a different. Well, this was more of a deathmatch guy, and he was just like a big mm-hmm. flubby type of dude. But yeah, dysfunction right. now, man. That kid is just hot. He can do the deathmatch. He can do the flying. He can do the strong style, and you know he's not killing himself like Drake Younger is with the deathmatch garbage. You know, it's a shame all the talent that Drake Younger has, and he wants to throw himself in these tacks and all this shit. I mean, he's got to wear headgear over his ears. Yeah, well, I don't know how long it's going to last. Well, remember when Nate Webb was like that? Remember when Webb was all crazy? Ugh, man. You know what, man? And, you know, the thing is that kid didn't need to do it, man. He was over from his theme, his entrance, (laughs) and his entrance song. He was over by that, and he could have just just stayed a junior, and that was it. I remember the shitty angle CZW did, but it ended up turning really cool because they had a Loser Leaves Town match. Now, is, do we have anybody uh, on cue? Because this is a pretty long storyline. No, we don't. Okay, well, I'm going to go into it real quick. Okay, it was Spider Nate. Spider Nate, basically what happened was is you had the Blackout, who were the heels, the top heels in the company, and then you had the top faces, which it was like Sexy Eddie, B-Boy, and Nate Webb. Well, they were in the process of turning Blackout the faces, and then they had a loser leaves town match because they had a match at uh, this one show. I forgot what it was called. Anyway, so the, the the stipulations of that match was Nate Webb and B-Boy had to face a loser leaves town match. 
And then Nate Webb, he came out with an acoustic guitar and actually sung the song Teenage Dirtbag by uh, Weaver. Oh. And then, oh, my God, the crowd, it, it was awesome, you know. Webb was so over for his interests. But it was so awesome, though, because how the it ended up turning to the storyline to where this chick named Pandora came in and was talking about Pandora's box. And the first mm-hmm. guy ended up being Adam Flash, which I, th- I think the people were kind of disappointed with. Like, Flash was over, but... I don't know, but then like when the when my favorite part of the angle though was at the cage of death when Maven Bentley comes out and because uh, Adam Flash came out with a mask guy and usually the guy under the mask was B Boy but at cage of death Maven Bentley came out and said B Boy you can't wrestle tonight you're gone da 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 the mask guy slaps Maven Bentley he unmasked and ended up being Sanjay Dutt because like the fans they end up they, I guess they did the whole angle where you know the fans were pissed off at him because he had left CZW like. Comes in up for all intents and purposes. I mean, the first time anybody really seen him was CZW. Anybody, you know, on a bigger on a bigger indie scale at that time, CZW, in my opinion, was on a bigger indie scale. I don't even know what they're doing uh, nowadays. I was I was looking up some, some of their stuff and it's no good. It's well, bad. I think I think they rolled I think they rolled that blackout thing for way too long. True. True. Okay. I mean, blackout. Well, I'm not going to spoil it. You just have to watch the 500th. That's all I'm saying. You have to watch the 500th. IWA Mid South. That's all I'm well, saying. But you know what? Well, I, I love how I, 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 I love how it. I, I, I already know what happened. I, I follow it. <laughs> huh? I follow it. I know you, what happened. Oh, okay. Blackout turns on Kingston. Yeah, and then uh, mm-hmm. the next show is. Uh, is a it's a six man. It's Mickey, Kingston, and Scorp against uh, Joker, Sabian, or Sabian. Oh no, not Sabian. Uh, Joker, Reyes, and Ruckus. Now, if anybody go, pins a, anybody pins Eddie, they get the belt. If anybody pins Joker or Reyes, they get the belts, the tag belts. Right. That's what, that's on the April Blood Shower show, which is also it's main evented by uh, B J Whitmer. Against Jimmy Jacobs and No Rose Ballbar match, and that match really threw me off because Jimmy Jacobs has been in some brutal ass matches, but I could have never envisioned him in a No Rose Ballbar match. But the same Someone's could have been said die. for me for BJ. <laughs> the same could have been said for me about BJ Whitmer, but then he had that disgusting match against Necro Butcher. Yep. Something. What was your favorite? What was your favorite Ballbar match in uh, Ring of Honor? Was it the Necro Butcher BJ Whitmer match, or was it the Carino Homicide match? Carino Homicide, they told a better story. Yeah, they did tell a better story. The match had more meaning. Yeah, exactly. In my opinion. It was the culmination. It was the culmination of a hell of a feud. Actually, it wasn't the culmination. um, The culmination was the better end when Carino had his last match. Well, Carino had the last match against Homicide. Right. That was uh, Bitter Friends, right? No, that was the bitter end. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was the last, last. But see that... The idea when Gabe was booking it was to have it finish at the War of the Wire. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah, that was the idea. But then they started doing some shit in the different companies. Yeah. So well, that, that like, seems to be the thing. Into here. Yeah, that seems to be the thing that you gotta you gotta do with the different companies. I'm surprised Gabe's never booked the Danielson Seema match. Like the only two uh, Danielson Seema matches that I know of happened in PWG. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm, I I would have did that for this weekend. Um, I would have too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hell, that should be on the Supercard of Honor or whatever the hell they're calling it. 
Yeah, but I'm really excited about that boy and Yoshino, uh, Cena, and Generico. That's one match I was disappointed PWG didn't make. Mm-hmm. Oh, because, America's I mean, <laughs> well, Doi and Yoshino, I'm telling you, if, if you ever get a chance, I mean, if they ever go to NorCal for whatever reason, you got to see them live. I mean, live, they're just on a, a different level of human beings. They're insane. Well, you know, if we can get like a, a PWG uh New Wave Pro Wrestling double shot, you know, <laughs> I would make it. I would make it. I'd meet you in Burbank, brother. <laughs> I'd fly right into Burbank. Actually, actually, they do the double shots now because actually, well, it'd have to be we'd run on that Saturday because now Gorilla's run on Fridays from the looks of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Gorilla on Friday. Gorilla on Friday. You yeah. guys on Saturday. And, and then, you know, we can always, you know, like uh, coax Oscar into running on Sunday, you know, threat, threaten him with, you know, Jeff's ring, you know. Yeah. You have to run this you day or we're run. not going to let you give you the ring anymore. So. You just sleep in the ring. Yeah, everything can work out. <laughs> mm. Oh, oh, man, wow. seeing, seeing all these guys with no gear is freaking amazing. Oh, yeah, you know what? I, it, you know, the no gear really bugs me. Oh, the no gear it didn't it, it 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 didn't used to bug me until like I see them now with gear. Honestly, I like CM Punk with no gear. Well, all right. CM yeah, Punk with gear kind of looks too polished. At least he had boots. Mm-hmm. You know, and they weren't they weren't and, security and he did boots. something with his shorts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, Samoa Joe never bothered me until Buddy Wayne made that comment about him, and now I just see him as a fat fat guy. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'd like to see you walk up to him and say that. Oh, Joe? Oh, I wouldn't say it. He's mm-hmm. a huge man. He's a huge yeah. man compared to me. When I met him in '01, dude, he was just a monster. Oh he yeah, was big. I've, yeah, I've only, I've only had the honor of meeting him once, and he, yeah, he's a he's a real big guy. I wouldn't want to tick that guy off. Yeah, I'll, I'll ahead, sir. You you can call the match, no problem. Whatever you want to do, sir. <laughs> chop fest, no problem. <laughs> oh man, if he chopped me once, I'd I'd be the end of me. <laughs> here, here, measly little the oh. cave in. Oh, okay. I thought he was about to chop here or he headbutt him. Homicide with no gear is ridiculous, and I like him now with gear. Hmm. It's hard to tell the difference between him and B-Boy because they both did have gear at the time. Uh, you know, I like I like the uh, the the look when him and Boogaloo in the first few ROH shows with the you know the 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 Dickie painter coveralls mm-hmm. with the uh, Michael Myers on the back. That's bad. I love that. I like. That. I love that too. Oh, Boogaloo man. sure did fuck himself over, didn't he? <laughs> Pretty much permanently. Yeah, he kind of did. You know, I mean, other than after that XPW garbage, all he was able to do was work for pretty much off of the off a of senior pops. But other than that, you don't you don't see him anywhere, and it's a shame because he was really really good. I think technically he's better than Homicide. I didn't see too much of Boogaloo except for for the early Ring of Honor shows. Was, uh, I wasn't able to see the XPW shows he was in, but wow, he really he really fucked he himself did. over. He did one. This, Oh, he only one. did one. He oh, did wow. the one shot in Philly. 
mm. as uh, the Dead Presidents, which was a great gimmick. Have you ever seen the movie? Uh, yes, I have. Oh, man. Perfect. I love that paint. Ah, oh, perfect gimmick. That's good stuff. And that was uh, Brian XL with him, wasn't it? I think it was. Or yeah, Brian was, was it Smokey? Was it Smokey Carmichael? No, no, those uh, were the New Panthers. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was it was Brian XL. The 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 new pa- uh, the new Panthers were Killings and uh Bob Killings. Yeah. And uh, Smokey Carmichael. Yeah. God. Brian XL was the black red. <laughs> Yeah, the black red. <laughs> hey, you know what? what we're, we're, a bunch, we're a bunch of fucking geeks. <laughs> I have to agree with Brian. Brian Alvarez, we're all a bunch <laughs> of fucking geeks. <sighs> what? Uh, speaking of geeking, what? What was the? What was the mass tag team that wrestled uh, the Hate Club on the KJF three? Because they were too young to work in Philadelphia. Briscoes. Yeah, but what was their name? What, what were they the midnight, going? Midnight. Uh, the Midnight. Cowboys, I think? Okay, hold on. One of the Midnight Outlaws, was it? Midnight Outlaws? It sounds about right. Yeah. I think that was the word. Yeah, I think that's what they used. Yeah, that was was three, right? Yeah, Cage of Death 3. It was. Who was that Black Hayabusa? Who was the Black Hayabusa? He wrestled Johnny Cassidy on that show. I have no idea who that guy was. That guy. No idea. Because at the time, I mean, like, I, I hear a lot of stuff about cashmere and acid, but at the time, like, I don't know. I, it wasn't getting around to me. But I thought cashmere and acid for a tag team, for an independent-style tag team, I thought they were really good. Did you get a chance to see either of their matches with the Ballards? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Both of them? Mm. I saw, I saw, I know I saw one of them. Yeah, you saw the CZW one, right? Right. Oh yeah, I saw the CZW one. Okay, because they did one out here. Oh, I didn't know about that one. Yeah, for uh, Proctor Championship Wrestling, PCW. Okay, okay. <clears throat> yeah, that was kind of like uh, the the forerunner to Epic. Okay. I remember uh, the, the back seats. I remember the back seats of Nick Mondo and uh, Rick Blade had this series of matches that were just for indie spot fest, blown spots, that kind of match. They were just they were insane matches. Yep, I have to agree. Those those were really fun. Fun. Didn't they do and like a TLC Punk match too? They're on a cravat. Yeah, they had a TLC match. Yeah, they did. That match was insane. Uh, no, not that one. Damn it! I thought I had it. Oh, how about the back seats against the X Foundation? Oh wow! When when did that happen? For Pacific Championship Wrestling or Proctor Championship Wrestling, January twenty fifth, oh three. Oh wow! I never even knew that match happened. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? I'm gonna run down. I'm gonna run down this. To, the uh, lineup on this show, and and we'll, you know we could talk about it. Uh, should be something fun to discuss. Uh, the name of the show was called Impact, and the opener was a six-man elimination match: Scorpio Sky, Preston Scott, Quicksilver, Silver Tiger, Lil Cholo, and R2K. That's the opening let me, match. Let me tell you a little story about Preston Scott. 
the sure. the debut the debut show for uh, SoCal Pro Wrestling that our our friend our mutual friend Jeff runs. The one of the matches he had booked for his opening show was a Preston Scott against Scott Law. Well, Preston Scott no showed the show. Do you know this story? No. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, Preston Scott no showed the SoCal Pro show, right? And so the Ballard brothers had brought this kid with them. And uh, Jeff had never heard of him, but, you know, Ballard said, you know what, this kid's good, we'll vouch for him, he can go. And so if you look back at your SoCal Pro results, well, I'll just tell you, the kid that ended up taking Preston Scott's place and losing in his debut match with Scott Lost was a young kid named Ricky Mandel. Oh, well, there you go. You know, it, yeah. this business is funny like that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You, you know? From from there, as a replacement to being in what what will I will damn well make sure will be nominated for SoCal Match of the Year, uh, Mandel and Pierce last weekend. My has he come a long way? Uh, my has he come a long way. If if you haven't seen that, uh, I don't I don't know how fast it takes for Jeff to get his DVDs out. Um, I know he's got that January show out, which I believe the January show was the SoCal Crazy Adam Pierce match, which you definitely need to go out your way to see, but. February would, uh, is out. February is out. Okay. So when this show comes out, uh, you definitely need to go out of your way to see, oh, my God, B-Boy looks like he kills him with that double foot stop. Anyways, um, you need to go out of your way to see the Ricky Maddell-Adam Pierce match. And I'm really excited about this Adam Pierce so crazy rematch. I think that match is going to tear down the roof. I'm really excited about Jeff's anniversary show. It looks like it's got a lot of good matches on it. We'll, we'll, we'll have plenty of time to build it up, but I'm real excited about it. What was the second match on that card? Your boy, Bo Cooper, against Poop Dog. Oh, what a piece of... Well, you know, Bo Cooper's Bo Cooper. <laughs> Fuck him and the horse he rode in on. And then uh, Hardcore Inc., which was okay. Alcatraz and Aaron Aguilera. Was it, was it Pierce part of Hardcore Inc. at 1.2? Was it Pierce and Aguilera? I don't know. I think it he was. I think when Pierce... I think when Pierce came to the West Coast, it was. But, yeah, uh, Aguilera and Alcatraz were a team for a while, too, before they did uh, Alcatraz's face first. And they faced Lucky and Jason Allgood. Jason Allgood's a name that I've just heard forever since the Rev Pro days. That guy's just been around forever. Yeah, Jason Allgood. <clears throat> um, yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's, he was a, a big name around SoCal for a while. And the next match was Mace against... Rest in peace, my brother, Dynamite D. Now, it wasn't the Mace that is familiar to San Diego fans. I think it was another Mace. I think there's two Maces. There's the San Diego Mace, which uh, the cold Alcatraz, for as long as he's been wrestling, he's the worst wrestler ever. But that's a San Diego Mace. But then I, I think there was another Los Angeles Mace. And uh, just a bunch of no-names other than King Fabiano who I love to death. That guy is awesome. Yeah. You ever see uh, Fabi? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've uh, seen him. And uh, David E. Jones is a King Fabiano Mark. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, you can't really explain the guy. And then he had a bullshit match with a couple of hillbillies. Then the back seats in the X Foundation, Joey Ryan and Scott Lost. Okay, I have to get this. <laughs> All right, that's on the to-get list for my next order. <laughs> From a Smart Mark video. In the main event, Messiah against my boy, B-Boy. Oh, wow. What happened yeah. to Messiah? He's just chilling now? 
he's he moved to Texas and decided yeah. to get married, and he's I think he's coming back for the XPW show, but other than that, he's out of the business. So I give one thumbs up to you, Billy. Wait, that wasn't right. That was mean on so many levels. Remember, remember when, remember when Messiah returned to the Tournament of Death one, and Nick Mondo went after his thumb the entire time. That's one of the very few instances that CZW actually used psychology. <laughs> I remember that. I was like, "Fuck that! That that's fucked up." <laughs> Yeah, that was the same show where Mondo made it to the finals, and Mondo took the the weed whacker from Wife Beater, I think. Ah, uh, that was brutal. That was uh, not right. Okay, and I I have another show for PCW listed here. It's from nine six zero three. Uh, it's called Zero Tolerance, and it's got a uh, a guy who's familiar. Super Dragon's on that show, isn't he? Who? I think Super Dragon's on that show, isn't he? Uh, no. Okay. Mm-mm. Rocker El Diablo, who will be in town April 6th in San Francisco at the Rocco Poco for um, Promo Califa, Lucha Libre. Come on out. That's going to be a fun show. He's um, uh, he's in this opening match against uh, pro wrestling iron graduate Apollo Khan, who is taking a little vacation to Iraq. So that that's why you haven't seen Apollo Khan around. Oh, God. Um, I'll be... I'll be taking that vacation next year. <laughs> yeah, well, you can come back, you can come back. You both can be tag partners, but you would have to get gold teeth. And I'll have better gear when I come back. <laughs> Super bad against bullshit Bo Cooper. <laughs> I did ever see the Super Bad Human Tornado uh, boxing match from Epic? No. Uh-uh. Yeah. I think that was good? an actual tornado had the huge. I don't remember. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I think I have seen. I, I remember. I know I've seen clips of it. I remember seeing tornado with like huge boxing gloves. I think that was a match. <laughs> okay, and the next match is the uh, Martin Marin special from <laughs> WPW. We Come have Steve Payne. Silver Tiger. Oh, I thought it was gonna be Silver Tiger and Hold on. <laughs> You're close. Steve Payne and Infernal against Silver Tiger and Chippy Sanchez. <laughs> uh, Chippy. Chippy has about the ring. five teeth. <laughs> Silver Tiger comes with the ring, so. You know, you go, you go to Target, you buy the WWE ring, and it comes with a figure. That's it. Silver Tiger comes with the ring. <laughs> I need to get Jeff on that kind of deal. Like when you break, when you when you use Jeff's ring, it comes with me rig crew. <laughs> there you go. And the next match, my boy Taro, yeah, against Disco Machine, which oh, had wow. to have been that solid. Yeah, just had to be solid. Um, American Zero, Steve Sanchez, and Mike Vega, ticket sellers probably. And now this match. Scott lost against Nick Burke. Oh wow, uh, Nick Burke. What was his nickname? It wasn't Slick, was it? No, I forgot, I forgot what it. That was 
before he did the kick-ass lounge gimmick, which he does now, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah, I remember oh, all Nick Burke back in the day at CCW. I remember he was, uh, I, I remember he had a feud with Nick Gage because he was like the wrestler and Nick Gage was like the hardcore guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we have Joey Ryan and Little Cholo. Oh, wow. Chaos and Messiah in the main event. Bet that did, one uh, all over the place. Did, did Ryan have personality at that point, I wonder? No. <laughs> when he was in, Ryan. well, when when he was in the expedition, they were working baby faces or working heels. They were they didn't do the they didn't do the Gaga or anything. Oh man, have you have you seen that Young Bucks X Foundation match? From which company? PWG. I don't watch the product. Uh, I I would go out of my way to watch that match. That match live. Okay, what's, was, the, hey. what's the name of the show? I don't know, but on the same show with Claudio Castagnoli against C.J. Perkins in another insane match. Okay, well, let's go to the Pro Wrestling Gorilla listing. I remember that show in particular because I was out of my normal seat. I'm going to go over the first annual Sweet Science 16 tournament from IWA Mid-South, which became the Ted Betty Invitational. Since we're looking back at old cards, uh, the first cool. match was American Kickboxer against Briar Wellington. American Kickboxer trained all the Naptown Dragon kids. You know, he's still doing it at a rather high level. He's on the first Revolution show. Yeah. Revolution won in that tag match. He te- uh, it's, he's in a tag match with Conan, of all people. Uh-huh. Kane and all, you know. Yeah. Uh, Chris Hero against Colt Cabana. Ooh. O- Orion versus Isaiah. And this match sounds awesome. Ace Steel against Shark Boy. Hey, I like Shark Boy when he's not in TNA. It had uh, BJ BJ Whitmer against BJ Whitmer against Chip Fairway. Gavin Chip Fairway against Harry Palmer. Harry Palmer. (laughs) (laughs) CM Punk against Holly Smooth. Suicide Kid against Super Hentai. Now, Suicide Kid, that wasn't Mikey Henderson, was it? No, that was a different guy. Okay. Yeah, completely different guy. Blaze against the Lala Star, the Thumbtack, and Cash Flow against Mean Mitch Page and No Rope Ballwire, Thumbtacks, and Light Night 2 had Hero, Kickboxer, Ace Still, Isaiah, Chip Fairway, Harry Palmer, Suicide Kid, CM Punk, Pauly Smooth, Briar Wellington, Ace Still, CM Punk. Suicide Kid, Harry Palmer, Harry Palmer, Chris Hero in the final. And I want to say Chris Hero and I'm winning the whole thing. Yes, he and did. He won the first one. It, now, the first one was won by uh, Ace Steel. Oh, oh that's no. Right. He won the second one. No. Yeah. No, no. Wait, Hero won the yeah. first one. Oh, I guess he did because this was 2000. This had to be the first one. Oh. Christopher <clears throat> Hero. What, what's become of that Chris Hero guy? What's he doing in 2008? Nothing. <laughs> flipping around on ROH pay-per-view. That's he's, it. He's really... I, re- I mean, remember Fat Chris Hero? Remember that guy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's all skinny now and with wacky gear. I love Chris Hero. I have a question for you. What's that? Where are you? I'm in my room. Why aren't you on AIM? I am on AIM. Am I, not? I might be invisible. Yes, you're invisible. 
Please become uh, invisible so I can send dirty messages to you, not on the air. <laughs> okay. okay, here you go. Now I'm yeah, going to send you a link. I'm going to send you a link, and yeah. this link is kayfabe. Okay. Completely kayfabe that link. If you say anything to anybody about that link, I will cut you off from anything that I give you. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Like I was saying yeah. earlier, if anyone has the Tanahashi Nagata title change from October 8, 2007, in the Octi Milano Collection AT Classic, which I know would have to be a classic, then that's what happens. Go out of classic. your way. Contact me, rubberguardradio at yahoo.com. Hit me on MySpace. Hit Alex on his MySpace. Alex needs to see that title change, and there's also a uh, a disgusting ball, brawl with Togi on there. So, Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to watch some old yeah. school. What am I watch now? <laughs> what am I going to watch now? Why don't you I dig don't into the KZ pile? Uh, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. <laughs> So what's going on with the what's Fog City at? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. I am going to send a text message to Black Caesar or Caesar Black, excuse me. We'll we'll keep kayfabe for him. See what's going on here. Uh, text message, and I'm not even going to put a word. I'm just going to put a question mark. <laughs> here, you know what? Here, so the listeners can hear it. See that? I'm professional. I'm texting on the air. But that's okay. We get to talk indies, man. We get to talk yeah. indies. You know, it, it's a shame that we 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 can't talk about King of Trios, man. Yeah, I know. Um, next week we can talk King of Trios if you want. No, no, no. We're we're gonna be we're we're a little busy next week. We're oh. going to have. Oh, who are we got next a, week? We're gonna have a world heavyweight champion on the air. World Heavyweight Champion? What World Heavyweight sure. Champion would that be? That would have to be Scrap Daddy. The Scrap Daddy. On Tuesday. A man who should be worshipped, Adam Pierce. And also, my my personal favorite independent high flyer, Sabian, is on in the first hour for that show. And that's going to be fun. Sabian, that's on April 1st. Sabian and his afro. Awesome, awesome hey. man. Yeah, he, that guy... You know what, though? He looks like he's just a shrunken guy. You know what I mean? He doesn't look like he's a small guy. He just looks shrunk. Or there's a problem with the camera. You know what I mean? Because he's proportioned properly. He's not like Benoit with the little stubby arms. You know what I mean? He's he's proportioned properly. He's just shrunk. You know, like in Willy Wonka where that kid, you know, goes into the, oh, yeah, I'm going to be on TV. And, you know, he shrinks. You know, that's what he looks like. I wonder, it's I wonder, weird. I wonder what became of the Becky Bayless thing. Mm. Nothing. She's hot. I'm trying to get her on the show. She oh, is my hot. God, is she? Is she? Oh. Yes, she is. God, I wish I were Raven. <laughs> Raven said he didn't do nothing. Whatever. Raven hit it. <laughs> I know he did. I In know he rain, did. I'm watching little Cholo and Aaron Aguilar. It's Hardcore Inc. against Cholo. And I want to say might be the Samoan one, Joe. Let me see. Who's on Cholo's team? Oh, Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky and Cholo against Aguilera and Alcatraz. What company? 
AWS, when they used to run at Franklin Sun. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Bart's got a big show coming up. Mm. Yeah, that's right. What is it, eight, eighth year anniversary? Sixth year, okay. Let me, I'll pull it up right now. Let me pull it up. Yeah. I, I swear it was eight because AWS was born out of the ashes of uh, of uh, Rev Pro. No, it wasn't. Rev Pro was still running with AWS. Was running. Right. But they were in cahoots. They were together. Oh, yeah. More shows to run. More shows for the boys to work. More shows for people to get dropped on their head by Super Dragon. Uh, Six-year anniversary show. The main event, three-way tag team title match, tables, ladders, and chairs. The Bowers Brothers, the Jackson Brothers, and the Cutler Brothers. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. And there's going to be bodies flying all over. And <laughs> you know what, though? During that whole match, they, they need to do like they did with uh, New Jack in ECW with Nacho Born Killers. They need to just let uh, let the bodies hit the floor, play through the whole, <laughs> through the whole match. The I National Wrestling Alliance World Heavyweight title will be defended as the challenger in the AWS uh, Heavyweight Champion, Lil Cholo will face the NWA champion, Scrap Daddy, Adam Pierce. That's going to be fun. The AWS Junior Heavyweight title match. It seems like Bart's booked this like every month. I've already seen this match once. Um, human, uh, TJ Perkins against Scott Law. Uh, well, you know, that'll be a good match if they don't bring in that referee that, uh, that did the uh, three-way from the last... New Wave Pro Show. Um, anybody other than that jackass, then it'll be a great match. I'm so I got heat with that kid. I next time I see him, I'm gonna smack him because he stole that match for me. He stole the match for me. I told you, motherfucker, that was gonna steal the show. But that bumbling referee got in the way and he ruined it for me. But I'm just selfish. But you know, I did fly 500 miles each way to go see that match. So I have every right to bitch, but still. Human tornado, Billy Ryan. Human tornado. Human tornado against Joey Ryan. If if they do the Gaga, it'll be fun. If they if they both do their shtick, it'll be great. If not, it's gonna suck. If they just go out and try to work, it's gonna suck. If one does the Gaga and the other doesn't, it's gonna suck. If they both do their shtick, they could do it for 20 minutes, no problem. I, I, would, I would put that match on leading to the intermission, and you're good. And, uh, and uh, who was supposed to be a guest on here tonight, I don't know what happened, the New York knockout Nikki against Candace LeRae. Remember when Candace and Gail Kim tore down at that, uh, that Kirk White Big show? Time. Yeah, uh, that was good. That was good. And, you know, I, I think the match, the match would have – would have been better if, even if Tracy Brooks showed up. I don't think that Gail Kim and Tracy Brooks would have meshed well, because I don't see Gail Kim doing too well with the bigger girls other than Kong. Kong's the exception, but yeah. uh, Larray is about the same size, so that's okay. That's okay. Slam against Hulu, playing against Bo Cooper, and an eight-man. Spectacular Willie Mack, C.K. Jackson, Biggie Big, 
Sexy Chino against Sexy Sunny Sampson. The French Stallion, Thomas LaRufa, who was one of Lance Storm's kids. Chippy Sanchez and Extreme Loco. Hmm. That's a pretty strong opener. Hey, you want me to... Hey, I got I got some news. Um, I'll break it break here. Break it, brother. All right, let me, uh, let me pull up the, the, the website first. Um, oh. let me, let me Stealing news. No, it's not stealing. I found out about it before the, the website broke it. Let me let me get a let me get the exact date. Let me talk for a little bit while I pull this up. <laughs> Come on, it's supposed to be professional. Should have that website up already. Yeah, I should. I just, I just thought about it. All right, let me pull it up. It's pulled up. <clears throat> I gotta wait on the thing to load. Slow ass. U.S. Marine Corps DSL. Hey, you know what? This is so much faster than the the, the dial-up I had as a child. Yeah, no shit. No shit. I mean, I download a torrent in like an hour and a half, and I'm like happy, you know? <laughs> All right, what do you got for me, Alex? Um, what, what, what? When is the date? Um, April, let me look at the date. When's April 4th? Let me, let me look oh, at my it's calendar. A, it's a Friday. April 4th, Covina, California. Mm-hmm. The EWF tag team titles are going to be defended as the wave of death. La Olla de Mall will take on Anchors Away. I'm calling it. I'm calling it now. Title change. Title change. I'm calling it right now. The semen will overcome them. The semen will win. What else is on that show? Uh, I'm trying to is pull it, it up uh, right now. Hmm. Yeah, the Sailor mm. Boys are really excited. It's good. They deserve it. But those cocksuckers still haven't given me my 15%. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, April 4th, Knights of Columbus, more soon. Uh, he doesn't even have match listings up. That's how that's how new it is. Hey, are you going to the Sunday, April 13th show in Sacramento, EWF? What? It's in Sacramento? It's in Sacramento. Yes, Hernandez is running up there. Oh, man. I'm going to have to beg the wife because we're going to Fog City the night before. Oh. That'd be a good double shot for you. Oh, shit. Yeah, but then if I hit that shot, then the guys from Supreme Pro get pissed at me. Because they don't go <laughs> up there for the shows. Fuck. Uh, oh, no. Well, all right, you know what? Are, are uh, uh, Eggers away booked for that show? So, what, the Sacramento show? Yes. I doubt it. I don't know. Oh, okay. See, I almost called them by their shoot names. Damn it. You get me so <laughs> fucking confused when we're talking off the, off the air. I, I don't know up from fucking down. It's a good thing that your your work name and your shoot name are both Alex. If not, I'd be <laughs> I'd why, be so fucking lost. <laughs> that's why I, I did swear. it because I I would I and it was so weird to me the concept of like if my name was Thomas Jones and then people would call me Thomas I'm like who the fuck's Thomas Oh I'm Thomas I just kept it easy. Yeah. Well, people either call me Alex or they call me Saint, which is easy. There you go. Or asshole or a woman beater. That works, too. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I talked to Nurse Nancy the other day, and she's still feeling that slap. Oh, is she? How can, how can you live with yourself? <laughs> what, me? How the fuck can you live with yourself? You, you know, know what? Like, you're you're gonna you're gonna have to bring extra security to the next New Way Pro Show. <laughs> you know you are, because those people are gonna want to kill you. They wanted to kill you at the last show. Fuck! I was I ready got, to get up and kick your ass. I got a comment from uh, our mutual friend Jeff. He says, "Quit being whipped by your wife." <laughs> hey, you know what though? You, Jeff, and myself—we all know that she is the power. She is the power that that be behind Rubber Guard Radio. She does the fucking work. So, hey, plus she fed his fat ass. And you too when you were up here. And when she let you into her home. Not my home, but her home. You know what? I, I, if you're I, out there, I love you, honey. You know, if people want to talk about me slapping Nancy, slapping Nancy. It, it's not my fault. You know, New Wave, they put me in there against a guy I'd already beaten. And I mean, what's that? What's that? How's that any fair to me? On New Wave's biggest show of the year, they put me in there against a guy I already beat. <laughs> what is that? What, what did they expect to happen? What, what did what did New Wave expect to happen? I don't so know. we beat that piece of we beat that piece of trash again. I had my boy K Dub do it, and then you know Nancy got in the way, and then she 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 got hers. That's what happens when you step into the, the, the world. That's what happens. You get it. You get in my way. You get slapped. <laughs> you know, it's a good thing we're on the air, brother. <laughs> it's a good thing, and 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 I'm saying hi out there to Luker and Nurse Nancy. They are listening to the show. I know this for a fact. So <clears throat> you never know. We make it a go, make it a call in from uh, from the good nurse. You never know. Well, good, good. Then I'll make it. I'll make it. I'll make it said again. That's what happens when you get in my way. She should have went to the back and made sure the MPs were coming to check up on her boy. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Any get in my weekend? way. Any shows this weekend? weekend? Where? Wait. Hell no. Isn't there one like out there in Florida? I think. Uh, I I think something's going down in Florida this weekend. I don't know. I I know Ring of Honor is running out there, and so is uh, Goodman. I don't know. Is there something else? WrestleMania. Okay, <laughs> Flair Michaels, give me a winner, and why? Michaels, because Flair has to go out in Mania. I actually had a debate with someone last night, and I was so stupid about. How someone was telling me this match is going to suck. If you think this match is going to suck, you're an idiot. It's Flair's last match, and Michaels is going to try. And Michaels will break his neck to get Flair over, and Flair will break his neck to get the match over. So if you have any doubt that this match isn't going to be the best match that takes place in that state all weekend, then you're insane. Well, you know, as as far as Flair's concerned, after Sunday, there's no tomorrow. Well, he's always with tomorrow, just not in the ring. No, no, no. No, no. No, as far as his body, what he's going to oh, do yeah. in there, there's no tomorrow. It doesn't matter. Until there's that European shot that needs a flair to come back. Uh, Remember when they did that to Big Show? Uh, it's Remember crap. how Big Show had retired and then he, they made him come back to work at European shot? Ah, uh, whatever. Hit it. Nah, garbage. 
Okay, we do have a caller on the line. We have Caesar Black from Fog City. What's going on, boss? What's up, big man? How you doing? Oh, man. Oh, I'm blown up, man. 51 cool. minutes in, I'm already blown up. <laughs> well, man, uh, we'll see if we can uh, slow it down a little bit. Hang up the phone. What's the good Oh, well, we're just uh, we're talking about Flair's last match Sunday, and 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 I'm really sad about it. Yeah, it's actually it should be a one way into the. I hear Fox City's tearing it up up there in the north. What's going on with Fox City? Say again, man. I heard I heard Fox City's tearing it up in the north. What's going on up there? Uh, Fox City's just doing its thing, man. We're just. Uh, you know, creating some new legends and just getting things started the right way, you know, and uh, having to regulate when we have to regulate, you know, but it's just a season <laughs> black world, just what, just what it is, you know? <laughs> yeah, I definitely you know, do know. Caesar Black and Fog City, Caesar Black and Fog City have a problem that, that most independent promoters wish that they could have, that they have to turn fans away at the door. Yeah, you know, um, it's it's uh, it's one of those blessed cursings, you know what I mean? Because like, mm-hmm. on one hand, you want to let all everybody in who wants to get in the door, you know. But on the other hand, it's like, yeah, you're right. It's just one of those one of those problems I I, I will continue to have, hopefully. You know what? Exactly. I, I'm 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 just gonna throw it out there, indie fans. Quit being cool. Fucking show up to the shows early, and then you won't have the fucking problem. You want to see Fox City? Fox City's doing big things up there in the north. You want to go see it? Get there early. It's simple. Buy your tickets yeah, in advance, FogCityWrestling.com. That's the best buy, way to do it. Buy your tickets yeah. in advance, show up to the door early, get in there and see what Fog City's doing up there because if you're not in the cell space checking out those shows and you're in a, a three-mile area or more, then, then you're wrong. You need to get up there and check out those Fog City shows because you don't know what you're missing. Wow, if Caesar Black could blush, he'd be blushing right now. That's hard to do. Thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, I'll throw, I'll throw this out. I'll throw this gauntlet out here, though. Fog City, we all know what they're doing up there in the north, but they may be putting out those DVDs so people in the south can see what's really going on up there. Um, the DVD for the first show is actually available right now on the website. Uh, we're okay. going to get you yours next, next week, KZ. You'll definitely get your screener. Um, we'll throw one down to the New Wave Pro. Let you guys know what's going on. We got love. We got love for the new wave pro, and uh, okay. and definitely going to keep the California connection going. It's definitely a West Coast thing right now. So definitely, um, West, yeah. West Coast is blowing and, up, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's it's back. It's, it's in full effect. The, the golden is definitely shining again. That's awesome, you know. And uh, and uh, which is, it keeps getting stronger. You know, we got lots of guys out there that want to work and. They're just they're out there busting their tail, and um, you know, luckily Fog City just we caught a good niche. You know, not to not to try to pun my boys over there, but we caught a good wave. You know, and, um, and luckily we're, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna ride it out. We're gonna we're gonna ride it out. So cool, cool. Um, so uh, what, what do we have so far for April twelfth? April twelfth is looking like it's gonna be pretty uh, action packed. I know for a fact that my boys, the Caesar Black Experience. That'd be one, Mr. Tony Jones, and one, Mr. Big Baby Slim. are going to be uh, trying to tear Dylan Drake apart. Um, we have uh, Chicano Flame returning. He's going to be going one-on-one with Venice DeMarco. Alofa will be in the building. Um, I don't know if you guys keep up with FoxCityWrestling.com, but we uh, we did have suspensions go on from, um, in regards to the last show. Uh, 
time to get was suspended for the use of the chair. Just, um, you know, the NXS board, our, our governing board didn't like that maneuver, so he's out. Um, we're going to be bringing in some guys. Uh, it's going to be action-packed, man. I just say, you know, Fox City is a lot like a, like a, good, a good detective novel. You know, lots of characters. There's a million different stories in the city, you know, and um, the main thing is definitely going to be that Big Baby Slim, Tony Jones, and Dylan Drake, uh, they got some things to handle. A couple other guys are involved. It's going to be uh, – it be pretty wild, you know. And if you haven't been to the Fog City, you know, experience yet, then yeah, I say come and check it out. Because we're so new and so raw that it's just, you know, the energy's there, the emotion's there, and uh, things are just getting heated up. We have a we have a great luchador rivalry starting between Chupacabra and Ulysses, and that's just taking hold of the turn. Um, the backstage attack, you know, after doing a great match in the ring, Ulysses just clobbered Chupacabra during his interview segment. So those two got some bad blood they want to settle. Brian Cage feels him out of his last match, you know, and Tony Jones caught him with that suplex, so he's looking for some revenge. It's going to be good, man. Plus, we got a mystery guest. Can't go too far into it. you got to be there. I experience it. It's going to change, uh, it's going to change the way Fox City's viewed uh, probably throughout the world. So, that's, uh, I gotta, that's a promise. i got to say, uh, I'm, happy, I'm happy Tony Jones is getting some, getting some exposure in 2008 because he was an amazing talent back in the day when I used to see him wrestle. And then he kind of, he kind of, I had seen him in a couple of years, and now Tony Bailey's back for Fog City. That makes me happy. Well, you know, Tony Jones works hard. You know, the guy's in the gym, you know, daily, and he's a, and he's just, he's the personification of probably Bay Area wrestling. You know, he's not, he's like, um, you know, I'd equivalent him with like the current angle of the Bay Area, somebody who actually can go on the mat and actually teaches wrestling as an art. You know, at San Francisco State here, you know, in the city. So you're talking about a real monster when you're talking about when you're talking about Tony Jones. Somebody you just don't really want to, you know, be on the other side of the picture. You know, your name is there. It's, just, it's a bad day. You know, so. Well, I'm, I'm going to go on the record as as far as Tony's concerned. I first saw him. I think it was his second match in '97 for APW, and I, I saw him and I was like, okay, this kid's a natural, and. I I was like I was just awestruck, and the the first thing that popped into my head was Taz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, then uh, later on, Angle, you know, where he type mixed in the submissions and whatnot, and just Tony is just he's a machine, underutilized, yeah. underutilized. When I, when I recruited him, when I recruited him, we we talked a lot, and um, you definitely can believe it. in Fox City would not be a problem. You know, he's the he is the man in in, in the Bay Area, and um. I've given him the green light to do that, so I, I just I pray for everybody in Fog City. You know, I know, I know, I know it sounds cliche to say, but you're talking about a guy who can literally fold you like an accordion when he has to. You know, so I've seen him do it to Vic Grimes, <laughs> and Grimes yeah, is a good that's 350, a good 350, and he's just got such good leverage and such power that it's just, you know, when it's time to go night night, you're you're, you're going to go on the back of your head. There's no there's no place to go but that away. You know, and. Uh, and just Dylan, you know, Dylan Drake finally got his first win. Uh, you know, Dylan came back and took him out, so I know that he's going to be upset. And this guy, we're talking about a bona fide, you know, up-and-coming superstar here. He's got the personality. He's got the body for it. He's getting, like, he's getting bigger by the match. And uh, he's just going to, you know, unfortunately he's got to go against my guy. And that's that's not going to bode too well for him. But, uh, you know, I love the heart that he brings to Fox City. And he's definitely the personification of what we're trying to do with as far as, like, telling new stories, you know. That's, that's, what, um, that's what's good about Fox City right now. Okay. Now, there hasn't been any talk of of a uh, of bringing in a title or a tag team title. 
Um, I know that's that's down the road, but how how long is that road? The road for titles? Um, I think we're sitting on. Um, I think we have something big for the people, you know, this summer because summertime when things get hot, you know, it's the, the hot the hot days of baseball. You know, football training's going on, so we might as well bring up the titles right then too when the competition's the hottest. You know, so we're definitely um, we're definitely in the works. You know, things are being drawn. You know, schemes are being schemed, and uh, we're trying to come up with the best way to come up with a, a clear cut who's going to be the the top guys. You know, we want to have we want it to be fair, we want it to be competitive, and we want to give everybody a shot. You know, and as far as shows go, we haven't had one solid roster yet, so we want to give everybody who wants an opportunity, you know, an opportunity. We've invited them out, and then we, you know we'll make our decision from there. And then when it is time, you can be sure that you know the fall to be faithful. We'll be the first to know, and it's going to be soon. It'll be sooner than later. How about that? Hey, hey, Caesar. Uh, some of the tightest families in pro wrestling ever have been the Samoans. But from what I understand up there at Fox City, a lot of the Samoans they, they got beef with each other. So what's going on with that situation? You know, uh, you know, it's one of those situations that uh, you know, there's no beef. You know, there's a clear cut the fact that. Um, the Samoan Savage got loose with the chair. Like I said, he's been suspended. Uh, there's, so there's no real beef. Because, again, he's got family members, but like like any good family, they do get into it. So it works itself. And I don't get in the way of big Samoans. That's something I learned in high school. You just avoid that situation. Yeah. <laughs> we, all, we, we, we all did it, so. We all did, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so hey, hey, I went to more. Yeah. We let nature no take its course. We let nature take its course. <laughs> so... That's what's, that's what's going to happen with that. Um, I do want to get everybody's attention and get them on. You know, going to the FoxCityWrestler.com. The next 24 hours, things are going to be popping up there um, in regards to the mystery guest, in regards to what's going to be happening April 12th. Um, the roster will probably be up on Sunday for the whole show. Um, things are being solidified right now. You know, so, I mean, Zombie, you were at the last show. Have you seen anything like that before? Like, I mean, I've seen a lot of wrestling shows. I mean, have you ever seen anything like that before? Honestly, no. Yeah, no. It was it was, no. it was like a rock show. We have a lot of fun up here in Fox City, and our they're they're definitely the greatest. So you know, and I know I know it's hard. Caesar, you know, Caesar's the bad guy. Caesar stabbed his friend in the back, but you know, I do got to give it up to my fans when when it's time to give it up to my fans. Cause that's to keep my job. Hey, you know, you know what? The, the, the biggest thing, the biggest thing that got to me is that uh, KZ was having to compare the two shows back to back, the New Wave show and the, the Fox City show. And part of them was saying that uh, he partly said New Wave needs to step their game up a little bit to, to, to compete with Fog City. So we got it on the next show, May, the May 3rd show. We have to step up our game because KZ was saying, you know, the, the Fog City show was where it was at. So. Uh, you know what, though? I, I, Caesar's a Southern California guy at heart. I would trade you some sunshine for some of these lemon butts we have up here. I mean, like, I mean, I love the fans, but come on, it's it's not San Diego. It's no sunshine. So you guys got yachts and all the nice stuff the Caesar likes to have. You know, I'm so rain and Armani. It's just one of those things. So you know, KZ brought that NorCal weather down here with him to San Diego, though he didn't get the full. It rained. It rained the day of the show. <laughs> but you know what, though, it 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 didn't rain. They got the ring in. They got the ring into the building. Then it started to rain. Right then, the show ends and it stops raining when they break down the ring. So, what more can you ask? Hey, you know what? You know that was just a little bit of that Daily City San Bruno weather. Right? You know. <laughs> hey, I, 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 hey, I'm I'm past the fog bank, brother. I'm past the fog bank. It's nice and sunny here. Oh wow! <laughs> I live in. 
Okay, Caesar's breaking up. You're breaking up, brother. Is that better? Okay, that's good. Right on. I can't move around. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, we just, you know, again, New Wave, I was there to get the very first show. You know, and uh, I still have the pictures from it, and it was, it was a great experience. I'm just, I'm glad to see you guys are trucking along because it, it's hard. This is harder than opening a restaurant, you know what I mean? Like, you, you don't usually get a year out of, you know, out of this business. So the fact that you guys are doing it is really inspiring. So you might have to step your production game up, but we got to step our calendar game up. So we're right behind you. <laughs> everybody, needs to, everybody needs to step their game up one way or another, so it ain't no insult. Well, you, you know, you got to keep in mind that this business, you know, this business isn't about, like, you know, wrestling as, Wrestling needs to be a little bit more glorious than every other thing you do. Wrestling needs to be a little bit more, you know, light and sparkly because that's what people go for. You know, some of these people strip the wrestling down, you know, they, 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 skimp on, they skimp on this, that, and the other, and then the show looks like guys in tights coming out and rubbing around each other, which is what it is. And they, they forget about the storytelling. You know, there's no, um, there's no emotion. You know, they, they, they're, they're trying to play on an ego. They're trying to play on a, on a, um, on a level that doesn't exist. You know, if you're if you're a big name, then you can do a house show. You can come out without any fanfare. But if you don't, you need to have a little fanfare because people need that to get involved emotionally with your wrestling. You know what I'm saying? That that's part of the game. The game is the people hooked in what you're trying to do, and do that well. You can't do that without some kind of flashy lights and the loud music because it's an emotional rush, bro. You know what I mean? I'll, I've I'll, seen a lot of stuff. Huh? I was gonna say I, li- I liked one quote that you said after your first show. You were saying that you know you had a very successful first show, but you're back at you're sp- back at four A, and I like I like that. Uh, that. That's a very good quote because you know after every show, after every for me as a wrestler, and then after every show that New Wave has, you know you're always back to square one at the next show. You got to reprove yourself every show. Yeah. If you ever get if you yeah. ever get last days ago, then you're done. Yeah, you definitely have to zero yourself. Like you have to definitely put yourself in the mindset of like. Sweet, my first show, because it's just like your first show. You have so many, like you said, it rained. What if that rain would have been 10 minutes before? You'd have to adjust that situation. Like, things come up in this business that you need to pretend that every time you're doing it, you're doing it for the first time, you know. And, again, once again, the Fog City, luckily for us, my pirates are really good, and my ship floats really well, and they get it done. Like, they, the production staff is amazing with SCW. And that goes from, like, the rain crew to the last guy helping me sweep at midnight, like, Everything clicks, you know, and that's something that's not good for, you know, every way. You know, there's a lot of people that have to do this with, you know, three guys. And I mean, I don't know. This, you know, you, got a lot, you have to love a lot of respect for, like, Chikara and those um, Ring of Honors where they're running a lot of shows. Like, that's, you know, those kind of things. It's like, you know, you know as well as I do, this isn't like the big money business right now. You know, until it is, <laughs> until you're on that Ring of Honor level, you got to be you gotta be grateful for every break you get in this business, you know? Yeah, all right, Caesar. Caesar, let, let, let's be honest, brother. You're doing this for the for the love of the fans, for the love of the business. It obviously makes you feel warm and fuzzy when you hear the crowd chant FCW. But yeah, you'll just be I happy to fun. break even. <laughs> you know, you're just starting out, but the future is definitely bright for you guys. And and uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that because you're friends of the show. Hey, that's a hey, shoot, hang, on, hang on one second. Hang on one second. Sure. Okay. Well, the, well, that's fun stuff. <laughs> Sorry, my phone. My, my phone was about to die. Um, ah. Yeah. Plug so in. I. You know, so I definitely have. You know, I definitely have like. You know, the SCW chant was something like it doesn't leave your brain for like days. You know, 
you can lie and say blah, 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 but I'll tell you something, man. It's funny, even when you hear the chants on TV, it kind of sounds like your own chant after a while. You're like, yeah, I got one of those one time. That was pretty sweet. You know, so <laughs> I did. A, I, did a, I was very appreciative of that. You know, and I know my whole staff was again, too, because that's, it's not just one person. Caesar's just, you know, I'm, I'm barely a cog, you know. I always joke that this, you know, they can run without me, you know, right now. They're that well-oiled. Like, I could step off. You know, I took a little time off when I had my daughter, and everything was in, is intact, and our next show was great. So I know that's not just me, you know. Yeah, oh, yes. New Wave is about to go through a similar situation. We got uh, David E. Jones about to serve a tour on a boat for about six months. So uh, yeah. the New Wave ship should be very interesting without, uh, you know, one of the, the leaders at the helm, you know. Uh, David E. Jones, you know, break a little kayfabe, you know, David E. Jones, Rhinestone, you know, the the, the minds behind New Wave. And uh, we got one half of those minds going going away for a little bit, so. Yeah, just, you know, I, I think because of the communication, you know what I'm saying? Just like I always say, like, you know, the old ways in this business of keeping people in the dark is done. You know, if you want things done right, you need to have people that can functionally do what you need them to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, that means people need to know how to run a business, not just a wrestling business, but a business. Like, things have to be done timely, things have to get done quarterly. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, the, that's, the, that's the root of it all. You know what I'm saying? Who, who, do you, who, who would you say talks to you the most about the wrestling business? Vincent, man. Quick mm. <laughs> period. You know what I mean? Like, you can you can joke and say whatever you want and break and bones, make bones, this, that, the other. You want to see successful wrestling business, you watch what he does. If you know anything about, you know, I promoted for years. I just switched my product to wrestling. I promoted music for years and years, so I know how to put on a good show. I know how to put on a good flyer. I know how to do all that stuff, you know. But the thing, I've, the thing that I got the most was that I know how to, um, I know how to, I know how to be told what to place to the stage crew and staff crew, and I used to be a roadie. So I learned how to take all the orders. And so now that I give them, I know exactly what I'm trying to say. So there's no miscommunication, and everybody is on the same page. You know, the wrestling business. You know, I, I went to pro wrestling iron. You know, I went. I, you know, I did ring crew with APW. I've done. You know this, that, and the other with small companies everywhere, and I've seen a lot of good shows. So it's not, that's not the thing, you know, that, that drives me in this business. It's the, it's the entertaining people, and I love wrestling. You know what I mean? And those two factors make it where I can do whatever I need to do in this business. So when and, you first started important. out, when you, when you first started out as a wrestling fan, did you ever think there would be a time in your life when you start running your own shows? Uh you know, I I think like and honestly, I'll tell you, it was about probably 1999, early 2000, when I started thinking about doing wrestling shows because I was getting burnt on hip hop shows. It's kind of getting burnt on just doing concerts because, you know, there's just so much that goes into it, like lawyer, money, just a lots of stuff that I was kind of getting burnt on. So I was going to take a break from promoting entirely. But then I started kind of thinking, well, kids love wrestling. I live in kind of a rural area at the time I lived and um. And I was ready to, I was like, let's see what it's going to take to run a wrestling business. So I started studying. Um, you know, that was when the online wrestling, I think ROH had just kind of started their website. Gorilla had their website up. Um, uh, there was a bunch of East Coast things going on at the time, too. So I just kind of started making phone calls and talking to guys and making friends and just, you know, talking to business. And, like, and I kind of got into it. And then, and then I'm so, at, at about 2000, I said, I started deciding I wanted to run shows. You're you're dead in any business unless you got contacts. <laughs> yeah, you know, luckily, you know, luckily for me, networking has never really been a problem. You know, I, I'm I just I like um. You walk up to somebody and say what you want. You know, hey, I need two apples. Give me two apples. Don't say, hey, I need 
a bag of oranges when you need two apples and then go, God, I wish I got to give me apples because dude, you didn't ask for them. So saying, hey, this is what this is what's going on. This is what's up. If you do that way and approach that way, you can learn a lot. You know, the, but the problem with a lot of the wrestling business is people ask the wrong questions. You know, they they ask more questions that are ego driven than they are business driven. You know, like how do I get in the business? They mean how do I get on TV in front of everybody and be in the business instead of how do I get in the business? How does the business work? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's the questions I asked were like, you know, how does a ring work? I've never, you know, I know I know how to build a stage, I know how to build a ring. Two different things entirely, right? You know what I mean? Small little things you need to know. You know, so that's, it's just all about the details. It's all about the details. That's that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put Alex's trainers over, um, David E. Jones and uh, uh, Ryan Stone. They both they're teaching Alex the complete business, not just the work in the ring, but the complete business. They're showing him how to properly run a promotion, and I don't see schools doing that, with the exception of the Chikara school, because they they teach the boys you know how to work, they teach them how to do commentary because the boys do their own commentary, they don't have commentators. They do their own commentary, and then they, they also learn how to run the shows as well. <clears throat> so I, I have to put, put uh, Anchor's way over that they're, they're teaching Alex properly. And, and I, don't, I don't see a lot of wrestling schools actually teaching their students that because they don't want their students to, you know, move on and get bigger than them. You know, it's hey, the, why you why know, you're throwing out my trainers real quick? I got to throw out my third trainer that you're forgetting. So Cal Crazy. One of my trainers, oh, that's too, right. Yeah, SoCal Crazy. I mean, yeah, he's. He, I'm very proud to say he's one of my trainers right now. Right on, right on. And uh, yeah, it's, that's good to know because you know the way the way Fox City runs. Fox City is not a school. We're not affiliated with anybody. We're a straight production house. Like we go from show, uh, you, you end your match, you do your interview, you get photos. You know, we pretty much are going for a professional environment. So it's good to know that people come in and they know what the hell they're doing. You know, they they don't want. You know, it's not some gymnasium high school gymnasium, you know, standing around with your homies in the back, you know, wrestle, then rechange out and go get drunk. Like, you can't, you come to Fox City, you come to work. You know what I mean? And people are appreciating that now. You know, our first show, you know, it was great, and people came in, but they saw what we did. Second show, we stepped up, and we said, we need to do this, this, and this, because when you want to have things like DVDs that are awesome, if you want to make your product a little bit different, you have to do a little bit of different things. We did that, and it changed the environment of our locker room. Our The whole our whole thing turned into, like, a production, not just a wrestling show. Now we were actually producing wrestling, and that's what you're really going for. Any jackass can put on a wrestling show. You know what I mean? How many, how many, shows, how many shows get put on a year by one, by one and done company? You know? How many get done by companies that are, you know, years and years deep that are still just, like, whatever? They're just kind of whack. You know what I mean? You go to them, and it's like and – and I can be candid because, you know, it's just like – when I say whack, I mean whack in like a hip hop way. You go to a hip hop show and the MC's lip syncing, that's whack. You know what I mean? Like you pay money to go to a show, you want a really good show. So you got these companies that claim to have like back history and tradition and all that stuff. And you go to the shows and they're they're playing Jane because they're comfortable and the fans don't challenge them. You know what I mean? People still go to your show because yeah, you've been around. So you don't have any smoke machine, you have no lights. You kind of just expect people to come because you're who you are. You know, I don't expect that. I expect people to come because we're entertaining them. Or they're not going to come. That's the way I feel about it in my head. And I think everybody should, you know. So what Vince feels about it, you know, you, you got to have light. you got to have people. you got to make people. you got to engage people. You can't just be like, we're, we're who we are and write on your laurels. You know what I mean? Like, you know, nobody cares about Fox City if we fail, period. They'll be like, oh, that was that company that, you know, 
they were talking a good game, but they didn't. But the way we got ourselves locked in, we know what we're doing as a business. And so Fox City's going to be here. You know, and we're only hey, getting better and better. Hey, Caesar, while, while, while we're talking, I want you to go over and put, put over that, that photographer because I've not – he's the most original photographer I've ever seen. Oh, you're talking about Charles Thompson, the genius? Yes. Charles, he gets Charles some Thompson. of the best shots I've ever seen. CharlesThompson.com. Go to his website. Um, we actually just spent um, the day yesterday with Charles Thompson, and he is just an incredible mind for art and what we're trying to do with Vlog City. And um, he, you're going to be seeing a lot of Charles Thompson um, wrestling photos. And you got to understand, this guy was green. He had no idea what he was getting into when he stepped into Vlog City. True story. Um, get home on Monday. Uh, get a link to his website. Go on the webpage, and the article says, Went to Fox City last night, didn't know what to expect, thought it was going to be bogus, then I got kicked in the solar plexus. <laughs> he, took, he took boots to the chest, and he's a believer. Like, he's a wrestling fan now, you know what I'm saying? So big up to Charles Thompson. You're going to see a lot of his work on our website coming up here, and um, he's just definitely going to be somebody who's incorporated into the Fox City family, and uh, we're lucky to have him, you know, just like our, um, just like our, our video guy, um, Brad. I mean, you guys are taking the highlight clips, right? The highlight clips yeah. are hot, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Brad Wagner. That's the um, that's Till the Paper Comes Productions. You know, and he's another guy who we did, you know, another thing. Andrew, you might want to think about this. When you're looking for people to videotape a wrestling show, don't use wrestling guys. Go find new guys. Wrestling guys think they know it all. They've shot this, that, and the other. Go find new guys. Like, for real. We found a guy who was hungry, had all this talent, and he's just doing great stuff for us, you know. And now he's engaged, you know, again. You know, so... These are just things that make, you know, make Fox City, make, it separates us from everybody else from what they're doing. You know, we're doing the same thing because at the end of the day, it's, it's just wrestling. But we're just doing things that I think will engage our fans more, and I think it will engage other wrestlers more. And I think as an industry, if you do have that one, you know, difference, everybody will kind of look and go, okay, now let's all do this, this, and this, and we can all change together, you know, because we're all going to be working together because this is, you know, the, the quote-unquote indies, you know. We have to be linked together. Because nothing really works independently. Because Davy Jones, those guys are going to come up and wrestle Fox City one day. You know that that's the same feeling that they gave me when I went and shot for them. So it's all in a lot. You know, who would have known that you know a year from the time I did that, we'd all be on the radio together on Kid Zombie Show. So it's a small planet. <laughs> no doubt. You know. No doubt. So. I got to I got to Oh, this please. You hold on. Oh, my show. My my show. This is KZ show, not the Alex Saint show. Alex, okay. oh, yeah. Alex. Alex you have it for right now. Alex, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Alex Saint and the Kid Zombie show. Completely forgot. I'm sorry about that. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to share. I'm going to share a, a little story from um, the uh, last month's Fog City show. Um, I was watching the show in the balcony, which was above above the ring, and to. And in front of me was the ring, and behind me was the locker room. And from time to time, you know, me being the nosy little smart that I am, I look down, look down in the locker room, and I don't hear any bickering. I don't hear any yelling. I don't hear any obscenities. I just see guys talking. You know what I'm saying? It was a peaceful locker room. I've never seen a locker room that calm, that cool, everybody, you know, having everything together. You know, it, it was. I was shocked, and I wanted to put you over Caesar, because you you are the figurehead of the company, and I'll tell you, it was very professional. From top to bottom, the whole thing was professional. From, well, there's two from figureheads. The, you, 
You got to remember those two figureheads. Oh, Stevie Armani, that, definitely. That, that Stevie guy. I keep forgetting about yeah. Stevie. You got to you got to understand something. Like I I do a lot, but if that guy's not there, like seriously, it's a tornado all the time with me. I'm not the most organized person in the world, and I'm definitely more the I'm the, I'm definitely the more what is it, the right brainer, the more creative side of it, and he's definitely the left brainer. So there's definitely two sides to this head for sure. You know. Okay, both of I'm you guys. More, I'm, yeah. So, and you know I mean, what? Yeah, thank you. Everything was smooth. I mean, even down to the two hot chicks that were selling the uh, the refreshments. Where'd you find those girls? I'd like to know. The foggettes. The foggettes, yes. The foggettes are um, they, they come from far and near. I told you, there's a million stories in the city, man. We're, it's a big city. You know, you just got to have, uh, you got to have, you got to have friends in high places, you know. And, you know, you got to understand. And a few in low. <laughs> and a few in the low, for sure. And uh, that fog city's got them all. For sure, we got them all. And, uh, it, it, Again, these are just people that have come out, you know, they're just, you know, friends of D.V. Armani, friends of Caesar Black that are saying, hey, we really believe in what you're doing. You know, we could not do this without people saying, hey, we believe in what you're doing, you know. And it's just been it's been one of those things from concessions to the security to um, to Smokey, the ticket taker. Like, every, everybody works in unison. I mean, I don't know if you guys realize, but my um, but Little Miss Baby Black was at the show last time, and Ma Black was there too, you know. And oh, yeah. It, she got, I met them she both. Enjoyed, yeah, you know, so it's a family affair for us. You know, we want to we want to bring back that old '50s, the feeling of everybody together. It's a family feeling, and that's what we get in return. You know, the the the, the energy you put out is the energy you get back in, and we put out a family energy, and we get a family energy back to us, and that that might be the biggest difference between us and every other company up here in the Bay. You know, that that one thing. So, well, like you, always, at, at the at the April 12th show, you will meet uh, Mrs. Zombie. Um, no, you, you will not meet Leo Del Kid Zombie because he's eight and he's not allowed to watch pro wrestling yet. <laughs> ah, see, unfortunately, you know. From, like you know, Baby Black, when, when she was in utero, I used to watch wrestling. She knows the sounds of the, the show, and she sits on my lap and watches the show when it's on. It's pretty amusing, you know, that uh, she could already be that in tune to things. And I'm just like, I don't know what I've done, but you know, <laughs> Stephanie was a baby once too, and look, they're rich, so. Again, you know, and I know I go back to the McMahon thing a lot, but you know what? The guy's doing it right. He's the only guy I know that's really making a living off the sport. So if I'm going to look to the top, it's just like for my religion. I'm not going to look to a secondary Mormon religion. I'm going to look to the top. The guy who's been on the longest, like, you just got to go to the top when you're looking, when you, when you're looking for uh, inspiration. You know? I have to agree. Yeah, so so Alex, did you wrestle your last, uh, the last New Wave show? Uh, the last New Wave show, um, oh, Wow. <laughs> Let's get into that a little bit. I, I was uh, listening to this. You want to talk about professionalism and respect for people working in your company. I, I'd already beaten this guy at uh, our January 12th show. And then at the anniversary show, the one-year anniversary, you know, I'm, I'm helping build this company down here in New Wave. And I expected, you know, top-tier talent on the anniversary show. And they put me in there against a clown I've already beaten. And then, so, you know, I have, I have my team with me, Team Saint, because, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big deal down here. I didn't know if you knew that. I'm a big deal down here. You know, so I had funny about that. I heard you had a posse. This is what I'm talking about. This is a direct quote. Alex Saint has a posse. I swear to God, I don't know who told me that. Now we're going to see those stickers all over San Francisco. I swear to God. Somebody said, and I was like, I got a posse. Caesar has a posse, too. You know, I don't know if you know. I have a mossy. I have a massive posse. I have a mossy. You know, so we go, we go real big. So we've got to get our, we've got to get our crews together and see what damage we can do. Gotcha. But uh, I got, I got my agent with me, 
and then I got I had I got one security guard. My other security guard, he had to he had to go service country again. But and then I got I got well, let me see if I remember. I got my agent, I got my security guard, then I got my coach, my wrestling coach. And then we come out there, and then you know it's the biggest show of the year. I'm I'm a I'm a good person, so I gave the match to one of my security guards. Let him have his debut match at the anniversary show. Again, we beat the clown again, and then I, I get a little bit of I get a little bit of, of booze because I end up slapping this woman. But I mean, she should have got in my way. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> should have got in my way. You know, when you're out there doing a job, you're out there doing your job. That's the last thing you need. You know, bickering, all that. I just put it into it. The crowd didn't like it, but you know, you know. I mean, I'm not out there for the crowd. You know, the crowd. The crowd. <laughs> I give me the, the crowd. I mean, the, the I, I ain't out there for the crowd. I'm out there for myself. So you know what? May third, you'll see the return of Alex Fane again. If I if I got to slap everybody in the crowd that night, that's what I have to do. Yeah, but new way we. What that's what I got to do. All right. Well, uh, looks like. Uh, Caesar Black's call was dropped, so he may have uh, he may have walked into like yeah too much heat. You scared him away. <laughs> <laughs> wow, all this Fog City talk, dude. I'm pumped for the twelfth. Yeah, so it sounds pumped. like a sounds like an awesome show. Um, I, I don't I, I don't I don't I'm not sure if New Wave's gonna make a ride up there or not yet. I, I think there's some talks about it. There might be some uh, New Wave contingent up there. You guys got to come up, man. It's gonna be fun, <laughs> and I'm not gonna let the cat out of bag out the bag about the surprise. So. Oh no. I'm 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 horrible with spoilers, but I'm not <laughs> saying a fucking word. Let everybody wait on it. Let everybody wait for the surprise. He said he's announcing it tomorrow anyway, right? Yeah, but I'm still I'm not I'm not gonna take his heat. Yeah, let yeah let everybody wait. Yeah, Fox City. FoxCityWrestling.com. Check hey, it. You know. I mean, you got. I mean, to have, you know, because I get tired of all these all these East Coast guys, you know, talking about East Coast is worth that. West Coast, you know, they're they're trying to do their thing too. So, whatever, man. They they want to put on five hour shows, you know, with fourteen <laughs> matches with ticket sellers in the first seven matches. We we don't get that. We don't do that shit out here. We we, we have we have professionals out here with with gear. With gear. <laughs> with beer? With gear, brother, gear. No, no, we, oh, we can't get beer. beer. We, we, we can't get beer after 10 at Denny's, man. <laughs> I was pissed off. I didn't even, I know, I I didn't even know I didn't even know. Denny's sold beer. That was a surprise to me. But I always go oh, out man, and go. I, well, that, that, that's, you know, that's my usual, you know, my usual Terry Funk thing. After the show, you know, drink a couple of Coors Lights. You know, I learned that from Terry Funk. Well, if you're going to learn one thing from Terry Funk, it'd be to drink a beer after a show. There you go. There you <laughs> if, go. If you, could only, if you could only learn one thing. Drink beer after the show. <laughs> or drink beer where you get sewn up. It's barely <laughs> legal. Oh, man. <clears throat> Terry. Oh, Terry. Man. Terry Funk. That's, that's all I can say. Terry Funk. You guys a legend. Oh. No doubt, no doubt. You know, and and he, I don't know. I I think that the second time he came back in East, or not, 
the second time on pay-per-view that he came back uh, against Dreamer, I think that was a mistake having him on in that program. I mean, it made sense, but it's just he, he was too old. And, you know, when he had that last run in WCW against Flair, it was really, really bad. It was sad. I, I, I never wanted to see Terry turn hill on, on Tommy, though. I mean, that was the one thing I didn't want to see. I liked, I liked that dynamic, and I thought they should have left it where they left it. It was at the end of November, remember, 96. It was just real awesome, and I didn't think he needed to come back for that run in 98. Right. They, you know, I, they, um, didn't he, like, take the place of Jake the Snake? No, it was, it was, he came out, Tommy Dreamer announced he was going to have a mystery partner against Justin Credible and Steve Carino. I mean, Justin Credible and Jack Victory. Originally, that match was supposed to be a high-incident match, but they couldn't do it in the UNO arena in uh, New Orleans. That was the show I was right. at. Yeah, it was supposed to be a high-incident match between Jake Victory and Tommy Dreamer. That was the match they were building up on TV. And then I guess they couldn't get the scaffold in the UNO Lakefront Arena, so they ended up having to do uh, Tommy Dreamer and a mystery opponent against uh, Justin Credible and Jack Victory. And then Terry Funk had been vying to be Tommy's mystery partner all night, and then they ended up letting it be Jack Victory. Okay, I got that. All right. Or Jake uh, Roberts. Really you know. Yeah, it was Jake Roberts. Okay, and then that pissed off Terry, and Terry did the turn. Okay. I got it now. I, You know, I, I'm, I'm easily confused at my old age. <laughs> old man, yeah. So, uh, Caesar's gone. Yep, Caesar must have went into the bathroom or something and lost his, uh, Lost his feed. Oh, we have Caesar Black back on the line. Phone. My smartphone was awesome. not being very was not being awesome. very awesome. Modern technology, <laughs> man. So. So. So did you um did you hear about Alex smacking that chick at the the last New Wave show? No. No, no I'm not. Okay. My, my, uh, his 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 boy's opponent um is uh, has a valet called a. Uh, Nurse Nancy, and she decided to, in Alex's opinion, stick her nose in Alex Saint business. And he, as as Alex likes to say, quote unquote, put her in her place with a very Whoa. large hard slap. And uh, the whole crowd wanted to kill him, so I guess it worked. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a little bit of heat. That's a little bit of heat. <laughs> a bit. Um, a bit. But you know what though. Caesar, Caesar is a. I'm a big proponent of slap, Alex. You know, I think more people should be. I think more people should be slapped. I mean, honestly, this country would be way better. You would have a lot less hard feelings if you slap people every once in a while. Like it gets the point across. So I can enjoy your slappage. Maybe I've seen Godfather too many times or something, but that was just the way you did it. Hey, you know what? I, like I said, man, sometimes you got to lay your hand down. Dude. I guess that's what it is. You know, some people need to be slapped. Think about the people that would be better off in this world if more people just slapped them once. Think about where they'd be. You know, I know. <laughs> I, I, I have to be quiet now. My wife's in the room, so. Oh, hi, honey. <laughs> I want that donation in cash, cool. Alex. I want that donation in cash, Alex. I want my donation in cash. You said if I, uh, you said if I, if I backed you up, you'd give me some cash. <laughs> <laughs> Put put my name out there for you, bro. <laughs> but, uh, well, you 
You Max have to stand together. It's cool. Uh, I understand. Right on, right on. Oh, I should uh boy. So uh the world of pro wrestling, um, NorCal is changing and shaking. I want everybody to uh you know there's a lucha show coming up. You got a day for that lucha show at Rocapoco? Um, I am there, my... brother. Yeah, that's there. gonna be that's gonna be one of those shows that if you miss, you're gonna be like, damn it, really? Because I mean, Jesus just puts on a great show. He's got great production. He's just he's an awesome guy, and he's got talent. You know, we actually, you know, we use Ulysses and Chupacabra from his group, and uh, that rivalry right now, you saw it, right? I mean, those guys were oh, built all of us. Wow, you know, so brutal. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to Rockapoco. That's gonna be fun times, man. If you haven't been out of the mission there and something like that, you're just you're missing the cultural experience one, and two, you're missing an exciting time for Bay Area Pro Wrestling. So big shout out to Jesus Cruz and his boys out there doing it right. Promote 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 Khalifa. Yeah. Yep. My Spanish. Sometimes my Spanish comes off as very Dustin Hoffmanish. Like no matter where I'm from, I sound like I'm from LA. So. <laughs> How about this one? MySpace.com backslash promo Khalifa. C A L I F A or CalifaLuchaLibre.com. Yeah, and again, great, great production, just real cultural experience for people. You know, the Lucha Libre thing, I mean, these guys were doing that, they've been doing it the longest. Um, Jesus, I think, has been doing it the longest up here. Um, he's just got a good heart, and his company just, they, they, they rock it. So I always want to give those guys shouts whenever I can because uh, they, they support Fox City and we support them. Oh, yes. And I'm, I'm yeah. going to tell. All of California, not northern, not southern, all of California, do not sleep on Ulysses. This kid yeah. is good. <sighs> he, he is, is the truth. good. One of the only people he I've seen that keep up. He's step for step with Chupacabra, and if you haven't seen Chupacabra move, man, we're talking about lightning in a bottle. Those two guys were just about it and at it. You know, and um, the good thing about the Lucha is, like, uh, you know, in the Latin culture, they hold grudges for a long time, so this isn't going to be one of those flash-in-the-pan feuds. Like, these guys are going to definitely go for what they know. You know, I, I'm pretty sure that the show um, at Rocapoco is going to bleed over into our show because they just, they're just they developing a rivalry that I haven't seen anything like it in the Lucha scene up here in a long time, so I'm really looking forward to see where they go with it. You know, so, yeah, it's going to be amazing. And, again, Lucha and the Mission, so you're going to get great food all wherever you go in San Francisco because that's what we're known for, you know, and you're going to get great wrestling and it's just going to be off the chain. So me and Kid Zombie are going to be there. I hope everybody oh, else yeah. joins us. For sure. Beers in hand, brother. Beers in for hand. For sure. For sure. If it's not a Corona, it doesn't belong in your hand. Exactly, man. <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, got to put over the sponsor, man. Hey, wait, wait, Corona. <laughs> you know what you got to do is you got to stay. You got to make that on the loop so they can hear it, well, for sure. You know, we can say we love Corona a lot if you want us to. You know, the Kid Zombie Show would be way better if we all had Coronas right now. You know, <laughs> little small drops like that, you know, just little small things. You, know, you got to chill it. You know, hey, if, if Shawn Michaels can go, if Triple H can give him the ring right before WrestleMania and say, "That's right, this is my new T-shirt," we can say Corona a few times. I don't think it's gonna hurt anybody. You know, it's like but, like in the Wayne's World in the Wayne's World movie where Wayne is you know he's holding this Pepsi and then the pizza and, and the Doritos all these, all these little yeah the Doritos that's exact I love that I love that that's good stuff. Steve Armani does like you know Steve Armani does like the Miller Genuine Draft MGD mm, refreshing <laughs> and <laughs> so so uh, on a lighter note you know uh, you know Caesar Black is a Lakers fan and. Uh, we are in the land of the Golden State Warriors, so how are you going to feel about it when we make the playoffs and you get the ninth spot? I don't think oh, so. Oh, there is no, 
There is no ninth spot, is there? You're not going to make the playoffs. No, 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 no. No, no, you guys are about ready for a five-game collapse. So. Yeah. A collapse, if I collapse, you mean ascend to greatness, then yeah, I'm all about it. Kobe's going to break a fingernail. Kobe's going to pull Kevin Nash and break a fingernail. Yeah, Kobe Bryant is one of the toughest players in the game of basketball. People have been hacking him his whole life, banging on him his whole life, and he still comes up with like spectacular efforts every time he touches the ball. You know, and they, they, people still, it's a lot like the Caesar story. You know, you do great things everywhere you go, and people still just hate on you because your greatness transcends what they're trying to do, so they just want to bring you down to their level. It, it doesn't work for Kobe. It doesn't work for Caesar. Lakers are going to go to the playoffs. Caesar's going to run Fox City for a long time. It's going to be a beautiful thing. And, uh, you, know, you know, a guy that I was saying is very familiar with, Impact came up here. And um, Impact did one of the ballsiest things I've ever seen done before. Okay, we're talking about San Francisco where you can come up here and you can make jokes about sexuality, you can make jokes about drug use, but don't joke about the sports teams. And this guy put on the Dodger jersey. So, uh, I was a lot of ring on his ass. <laughs> big, big shouts out to Impact for putting that jersey on because you know what? That's the first time I've seen a crowd chant. There were 10-year-old kids standing there. I'm in backstage, and all of a sudden I hear kids chanting, make him bleed, make him bleed. Like, that's how bad the hate for him was by the time that match started. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, now, you, now you started a heat between me and Impact because he was wearing a Dodgers jersey? Yeah, yeah, he definitely. He put on the Dodgers jersey, and he uh, was proud well, of me, boy. I grew up in that way. Where was his Padres gear? Where was his Padres gear? Man, he, the feud the, the, the feud isn't that hot yet with the with them. It's coming, but it's not that hot. You know, no, the Giants and the Giants and the Dodgers are, are just it's a classic feud of just like our superiority versus San Francisco's futility to have a sports team, and and he just brought it. Like people were like, you know, I heard I heard the word cheap heat thrown around, and I was like, really? Because I watched mm-hmm. the tape a few times, and that was legitimate fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can, like I said again, you can talk about the sexuality of San Francisco. It doesn't really affect them. You can talk about the hippies. It doesn't really affect them. That Dodger jersey, Kid Zombie, you were there. That place came unglued. There was a beat LA chant going. There was a beat LA chant going. You would have thought it was a playoff game in that building. Like, they wanted to see that boy decapitated. And, you know, Tito, you know. Tito killed him. He killed him. But, uh, Tito but, killed I mean, him. <laughs> He killed him, but uh, but you got to you got to give respect to a guy who can who go that far for the cause, you know, to make people angry, and I I, I love him for that, you know, just you know they that the crowd needed that, you know, San Francisco needs shaking like they need shaking like the time that earthquake ruined the World Series, they need that again, <laughs> you know, so that was. So fun. you're telling me if I if I go to a Fox City show, then I need to wear a San Francisco Giants jersey, uh, a Barry Bonds jersey. No, yeah, just wear New Wave. <laughs> well, that, that might be get you a Fog City shirt. <laughs> you know, and yeah, and I, you know, it's, you never know what these with this crowd. You know, you never know what these people. You know, and, and uh, he definitely got him. Like I said, ten year old kids chanting, "Make him bleed." So I, I had to feel good about the heat he brought. So that that was a great moment for me. And I, I watched it on the tape over and over again because he actually makes a great joke. He says, "Excuse me, I need to get more comfortable." Then he puts the jersey on, which makes it even worse because people were just like, really? That's the kind of guy you are. And the place got pretty irate. So big shout to Impact for making the crowd irate at Fog City because next to me, he did it really well. Yeah, he did a really, really good job. You know, we, yeah. we, I was ready to come down out of the Raptors and take care of myself. You, you, don't, you, you don't, don't do that. 
And you know what? I told him that when I was down in San Diego. I said, you know, I was within you know a couple inches coming down and getting you. He's all, that's good. I did my job. Yeah, yeah he did. Um, he did his that's job. That's what he told me. He you did know, exactly what like, he needed to do. Exactly. Worked. When we, he, when we bring him back up here now, they'll remember him as the guy who put the jersey on. He only had to do it once, and now they hate him. Every time he comes up here, when he starts, and when he finally gets his groove and gets to sit underneath in the Fox City, which I'm sure he will, people are going to really hate Impact. And I'm just really happy to see that because I really hate a lot of the people at Fox City myself just being Caesar Black. So. I'm glad that that guy, I'm, I'm, you know, and, and I'm not a bitter guy. You know, I give my props to it, but, you know, just being who I am, eventually the real me comes through. So it's just, it's just what it is, man. And uh, um, who else? Dylan Drake, the, the local guy, you know, and these girls love him. You know, he, he, he hits on our website, come from Dylan Drake and Baby Slim. I'm just so glad that once again, another Southern California just dismantled that guy, you know, so. There's going to be a lot of a lot of heat at this next show, you know. I don't know if you can feel the tension, KZ, but there's a lot of tension going on there. And we're going to relieve a lot of attention, and uh, and it's going to be a good time. So I'm encouraging everybody to you know, get the tickets now. The front row is about halfway sold out. Um, we're already moving tickets really fast. People are they're attached to this thing, you know. And uh, it would be one thing if we were selling one or two tickets at a time. People are buying tickets in four to six to eight packs. So people are coming with posses. Not as big as I would think it's possible, but they're coming with posses. And, uh, yeah, it's just a good time being had by all. Is um, MPT booked? MPT is booked. MPT and uh, the Black Pearl, no disqualification main event. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that is something we actually did decide on. Um, it's definitely it's going to be that, that feud got a little sloppy last time. And, you know, those, uh, I didn't realize that they had their respective gangs in the back and, uh, yeah, they were. I think they were just ready for war, so we decided to let these two just get this feud out, you know. And uh, the Black Pearls, he's an angry man, you know. You can tell by his disposition, he's not really just a happy gentleman to begin with. And, you know, MPT is tired of being, you know, cheated out of his victories. He had two frog splashes on this guy. You know, what's it going to take to lay him down? You know, so I decided as the commissioner that I'm going to throw the rule book out and I'm going to let these guys finish it because that's what grown men do. They finish their beef, you know. So it's going to be cool. fun. And, and, you know, they're going to they're gonna tear up the – they're going to tear up the cell space. You need oh, to put those guys on last because they're going to tear it up. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really afraid. Like, I'm really afraid. We, we, um, we've actually got, like, four extra security guys working that night. We added about, we added about 400 pounds of girth, or 500 pounds of girth to the security line. Just got some meat on that line because, yeah. I mean, bodies go flying, you know. Yeah, bodies go flying, dude. FC, I don't know when FCW, you know, and I blame, mostly I blame Armani. You know, he let the animals run the asylum, you know. And now i got to come in. i got to clean up his mess. These guys are just already it's fever pitching. The only way to let barbarians, you know, you got to give them the swords and let them swing their axes and get this beef out. You know, that's what I say. So this next show, I'm definitely going to um, put, put my foot to the gas. We're going to have some uh, good old-fashioned violence. And uh, it's going to be a wrestling show. That's the one thing I can guarantee is going to happen on April 12th. The wrestling show will break out. <laughs> um, I would like to put over Mr. Brandon Bonham who made his Pro Wrestling Gorilla debut this past weekend, and from what I heard, he did rather well. Uh, did nice. you hear anything about his match, Alex? Um, um, I heard um, they were, the crowd was real uneasy. Uh, there's actually a post on the Gorilla board about him. I heard the fans were real uneasy about him at first, but uh, it seems like they're starting to take him in, and he's wrestling uh, Mick Jackson at the next show. So, I mean, 
Uh, I, I guarantee you him and Nick will tear it down. So, I mean, I, I guarantee you that uh, Perlis and Gorilla may have found a, a, a guy that they can start using in the, in the future with Brandon Bottom. Couldn't happen to a better guy. You know, he, he's a hell of a talent. He's got he's got great ring presence, the way he carries himself. Um, he was he was in the hybrid match in, in a three-way hybrid match to last Fog City. And, you know, they it wasn't your usual quote-unquote cruiserweight three-way i mean they they were all over the place but but they were solid and and bonham really made an impression with me just the way that he would stop and 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 react to the crowd you know he's gonna be he's gonna be a player in california for years to come he's gonna be a player oh wow okay let's see alex are you still on the line with me sir yeah i'm here what's up okay okay we uh we dropped Caesar Black again. Uh, we're down to 16 minutes. I guess you and I could finish up. Um, well, I'll do another hard plug. April 12th, if you are anywhere in California, I don't care if you're in far northern, far southern, Tijuana, make your way to San Francisco. Get there early. Doors are at 6 p.m. at the cell space. That's fogcitywrestling.com. Um you are going to want to see that main event with uh, MBT, Mr. Primetime, and the Black Pearl. Uh, there's some heat. There's some legit heat between these guys, and they're they're going to tear up that building. I, I like I said, I, I hope that you know they're they're put on last because they are going to tear up that building because they just don't like each other, and you know call it whatever you want to call it, but it is a heated rivalry and it's going to be fun. Uh, there's going to be Lucha Libre action, of course, with uh, Ulysses in some some type of a match with uh, Little Chupi, El Chupacabra. Uh, it should be fun. Um, Caesar, the Caesar Black Experience, Tony Jones, big baby slim will also be there. So check it out, fogcitywrestling.com. Okay, now I got that out of the way. Uh, we can plug the other sponsor, wrestlewarehouse.com. Alex. What's up? We got 15 minutes to go, brother. What's going on? Man, I'm blown up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blown up. I'm I'm too fat and out of shape to do this. <laughs> I tell you honestly, I I'm really too fat and out of shape to do this. But uh, yeah. So David E. Jones, he uh he had his uh he'll be having oh. his last run of matches here before he goes on the boat. Hey, uh, Alex, we, we have a caller from the 415. That's, 415. Uh, what that's San that? Francisco. Okay. Caller it's, from it's the 415. Hey, hey, it's Caesar. It's Caesar. You're back again. This is from, <laughs> yeah, I, have, I, had to get, I had to get on a working phone. My phone, my smart, my phone is just, yeah. It, you guys might find this, you know, running a business, let me tell you, I burn a lot of midnight oil, and my phone just takes the brunt of most of that. Like my phone is hot right now, so you know Caesar's busy. You know we're getting ready. Actually, before you know, before you, you got fifteen minutes, we are going to the Vampiro um, movie premiere. Whoa! Um, cool. We're gonna be when we're gonna be that? down at, um, with Aaron Aguilera and Joey Chaos, and uh, so that's gonna be me and Stevie Armani are making the trip down. So we're gonna be you know rubbing elbows with the with the the Karate Kid, te- the guy, uh, the Mercies for the Week guy. He's gonna be in the movie. I'm really looking forward to meeting that guy. 
you know, we have a lot in common. We sweep the leg when we get the chance. Hey, what have, what have you heard about this Chaos movie? I mean, uh, not the Chaos movie, about the Vampiro movie. Yo, I saw the, I watched the trailer, and I'm really looking forward to this movie. From what it looked like to me, it was like a cross between um, the really cool um, uh, the really cool desert scenes with Michael Madsen and Kill Bill and The Crow. So, mm-hmm. so I like I like so desert. It's not, it's not gonna be his documentary he's been working on. You know, there, I saw something online about the documentary. This is actually the movie. Um, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. It's well, like the it, dead... It's great. I have to check it out. But, I mean, I've been looking forward to that documentary since... He's been plugging that thing for how long, Casey? How long has he been talking about that de- that documentary? Years. Years. I well, I know, the, I, know, I know the website's up for the documentary. I saw that. And uh, and I'm just, you know... I'm actually just looking forward. You know, we're going down... Um, Aaron, like I said, Aaron Aguilar... Invited Stevie Armani and I'm um, I'm tagging along, so it should be pretty. Uh, you know, we're gonna go down and do the LA thing, and um, I'm gonna you know explain to Stevie Armani why it's so great to be down there when he feels that sunshine and get some get, get some uh, get some sunlight on that pasty skin of his, you know. So we're gonna hook him up. It's a uh, Friday. We're going down to the Ricardo Montalban Theater. That's kind of hot too. Yeah, we'll be down there tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, and it's gonna be it's gonna be off the chain, you know. Hopefully, I get a chance to see my man at Big Baby Swim, you know, go to Roscoe's, do all those things Caesar likes to do when he's down in L.A., you know. <laughs> take, take Stevie Armani by the park, play some hoops, you know, show him how he grew up, you know. So it should be pretty, it should be cool. It should definitely be cool. I'm just looking forward to going to the Ricardo Montalban Theater. You know there's going to be some yeah, great pictures in the theater. Who wasn't on Fantasy Island, you know? So True. That's going to be. And he was con. He was con. So... Another great villain, you know, in the house of villainy, Alex Saint, you know, and, and, and when you're a villain, you've got to respect other villains, and Khan was a villain, you know, so I respect him. Yeah. All right, so how much, how much, how much of that 15 minutes did I just eat up for you guys? See what Caesar does for you? I just chew up the clock. Just chew up the clock. I just chew up the clock. I'm like, I'm like a lawnmower here. <laughs> I will say one thing. Chewing up that clock. Just chewing up the clock, and uh, I will I will say one thing to you. Um, you know, just to put Fox City over, you know, because it's my company and that's what I do. Uh, I really appreciate the fact that um, our latest highlight reel has actually broken the 800 um, hit mark. That's a lot of people out there watching um, Fox City. Um, we have a lot of subscribers to the podcast. The new podcast is coming out in the next couple of days here, um, and we and the daily fogs and YouTube clips. You know, just keep hitting those, and uh, that's how that's the lifeblood of uh, small companies. You know, just your viewership. So, it's cool, man. We have a great 350 plus live fans, but uh, places like Singapore, New York, um, Germany, they're all checking out Fox 82, and um, and I love the worldwide attention. Caesar Black can't get enough worldwide attention. Japan, you know, and um, that's really what it's all about. You know, just getting the name of pro wrestling out there, getting our boys out there. You know, getting guys like Alofa over. You know. Having a having a great time doing it, you know, and um, coming in contact with good people, you know, like Andy, you know, and uh, David E. Jones and Ryan Stone, you know, the Anchors Away guys, you know, those you guys. Get like, yeah. too. <laughs> I get totally super confused. Dude, it's super work, confused. Work. I just ah, yeah, whatever. Those, you know, those you know, semen down there in San Diego. You know, I don't. You know, I think my problem is I don't want a lot of old ECW and the old Tillman like that. Uh, that like right there, so I, I I get confused. Like I can't tell when I'm in the business when I'm not. So you know, so. I'm old. I'm old. I'm, I'm, I'm getting all the time. It's, a, it's an easy San way. San Francisco jokes out there, okay? No San Francisco jokes. We're not that kind of confused. 
Not that kind of. We know exactly where we stand on that issue. That's yeah, right. that's right. My only real San Francisco confusion comes if I have French toast or if I have hamburgers or melts. That's my only confusion, really. Tommy's joint. You know. <laughs> Tommy's joint. Uh, Tommy's yeah, joint. Baby. Tommy's yeah, joint. Tommy's joint. You know. Now you're talking are, about it. <laughs> yeah, you know. You know the cool thing, man. I don't know if you guys checked out the last daily vlog we did, but that's actually like those are actual uh, cable car drivers that we were um, that we got to get on our commercials for us, and uh, that was a cool experience because it was funny. You know, you walk up to some like random guys and you're like, "Hey, can I uh, shoot a wrestling commercial?" And they're like, "A what?" You know, we tell them what we do, and they're like, "Oh man, jump on, jump on!" But they actually got involved in a in a big shout out to the Muni. You know, um, it's a, it's it's cool being in San Francisco. We have one of the most uh, picturesque cities in the world. It gives our it gives our promotion a different kind of backdrop than most cities, so um, we're really lucky about that. So just never want to forget where Fog City comes from in the South, the big SF, and uh, it's just all respect for the day. Cool? All right. Well, I am going to cut you off, Mr. Black. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Anytime. Anytime. It was our pleasure. And I will be speaking to you before the 12th. Okay, awesome. I'll see you in a few weeks, brother. Right on, brother. And uh, Alex, hey, you know, keep up that slapping, man. And you know, uh, you know where to send the uh, you know where to send the check. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's good to see that at least one man out there condones your actions. Yeah, I mean, he, he understands. He's a smart man. He he gets it. It's a respect <laughs> slap, is what it was. It was a slap out of respect. Oh, Alex, Alex, Alex. That's what's missing in 2008 is the respect slap. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't you try that with my wife, man. She'll put you on your ass. <laughs> I know. She's put me on mine a couple times. Hey, I guarantee that that Locura never put me on my ass. That's all I'm saying. That's because you won't take a bump. <laughs> <clears throat> Old timer. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we'll see if that big rotten Ronnie Thrash can make me take a bump on uh, the next show. That's who. That's who's getting beat up on the next show. That guy's a monster. Oh, uh, so he, am I. He's a handful. Uh, so he's I, a handful. I'm a monster too. Oh, yeah, whatever. We'll see. we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will. You know what though? I, I, I would like to compare uh, Mr. Thrash to Brody Lee. They, they're a lot alike. Um. Very large gentleman that hit very hard. What do you think? Yeah, I, I get it too. We'll see how, hit, how hard uh, Rotten Ronnie Thrash hits on uh, May third when he hits the hits the ground after he gets in a couple of one two from out of state. It's gonna be over. Timber. Timber. That's what that's, that's gonna be heard. Yeah, that's breaking oh. a little. That's, that's not even on the new wave site. Yet. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to put over this gentleman. He um, He's based out of Chicago. He works for Elite Pro and a bunch of different indies out there. He uh, he worked the King of Trios this past month for Chikara. The Urban American Dream, Willie Robertson, I think his name was. He was awesome. He stole the show. And wait until you see him, Alex. This, this guy, you know, he, he's an African-American. Uh-huh. And he does the dusty stuff, but <laughs> it is hilariously funny. But the thing is, though, the guy can go 
for a rather large gentleman, he can go. And he's a big dude. But I was I was really impressed with him. Um, the Soul Touchers, which was the, the, the team that he was with, the three of them, and they brought their manager down. I was very impressed with them. Um, hats off to uh, the boys at Elite um, because I know that they've worked with them. Uh, my hats go off to uh, Acid Jazz as well, who was in that group, who's, who's really good. He, he reminds me of a, like a young Too Cold. <coughs> just just and they, they stole the show. The Soul Touchers stole the show. Uh, the whole weekend is just uh, fun stuff. So let's see how we're doing for time here. We have about four minutes. Uh, you want to run down your plugs, Alex? Uh, my plugs are uh, www.myspace.com backslash cmsaint. Uh, go to www.newwayprowrestling.com uh, to see what's all new in the world of first Alex Saint and what's all going on in New Way Pro Wrestling. Uh, com. Go to every independent wrestling show you can. Okay, I take that back. It's Willie Richardson. I'm sorry, Willie okay. Richardson. Don't who, who sleep on say? him. Who did you say? I, I, I said Robertson. It's, it's oh, okay. The Urban American Dream, Willie Richardson. Yeah, this guy is awesome. You're you're gonna love him. Yeah, uh, good stuff. So we have about four minutes to go. Um, I'm gonna cut you off, Alex. So I'm gonna okay. play my my wife's public service announcement. So. uh if I don't talk to you, I will talk to you on Tuesday. All right, I'll see you then. All right, brother. Okay, we survived another clusterfuck edition of Rubber Guard Radio. Go figure. It's becoming a reoccurring theme, but we have about three minutes to go left on the show. Um, I'll throw out the plugs. MySpace.com backslash Rubber Guard Radio. Um, if you're a fan, a promoter, a wrestler, anybody, you know, Add me as a friend. Um, if you'd like to come on as a guest, uh, please contact me through MySpace, or uh, you can email me directly, rubberguardradio at yahoo.com. Um, get you booked. You you can talk about your career. You can uh, talk about your company or the companies you've worked for, upcoming shows, anything. Um, we support all independent pro wrestling. Also, mixed martial arts, if there's any fighters out there or fight promotions or promoters or managers or trainers or whatnot, hit me up. You know, we, we've had the legendary Eddie Bravo, the creator of the Rubber Guard, on the show before. So, you know, if you, you'd like to come on the air, please contact us. We will gladly have you on. Um, I'd like to throw shots out to my sponsors, uh, WrestleWarehouse.com, uh, any you need masks, you need DVDs, T-shirts, anything. Uh, check out WrestleWarehouse.com and tell Jeff that uh, KZ from Rubber Guard Radio sent you. Uh, Jeff's pretty good. Uh, service is quick. Um, yeah, Jeff's uh, Jeff's a good guy. Also, uh, new uh, SoCalProWrestling.com. Uh, Jeff also is the owner of SoCal Pro Wrestling, so he gets a two for one on that sponsorship deal. Um, also, you know, uh, we had the boss man on, uh, Caesar Black, uh, FogCityWrestling.com. Once again, I can't put them over enough. Um, there, also, remember, there's that uh, that Lucha show up here in Northern California on April 6th. It's a Sunday. It's at the Rock of Poco. Um, 
Army Street or Cesar Chavez at Mission Street in the city, um, in the Mission District. Uh, you can check them out at www.califaluchalibre.com. I uh, strongly urge you guys to check out the, their their promotion. Um, they know what they are doing. And as far as that Ulysses kid, do not sleep on him. He is the future of California Lucha Libre and independent wrestling in general. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to head out with a little public service announcement, and I will be talking to you guys on Tuesday. On May 3rd, 2008, my wife Jessica will be participating in the Bay Area Brain Tumor Walk. My wife. Blog Talk Radio. Oops, I guess I got cut off. Oh well.